call-in show where you decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. I'm reading this story right now about the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs, the baseball team, either already banning or potentially banning a guy who made the white power symbol behind That's some so black telecaster. Wow. Thing is, you never think the world can get any stranger, but here we are. I have to see how this plays out. And before I forget, uh, as I mentioned last week, off chance, I may have to cancel the call-in show next week. I don't have any further information about whether I will have to or not, but if we have to cancel, just keep an eye on my Twitter account uh, and other social media. And Wow, uh, I forgot you still have Twitter. I know. I'm one of the three people who has not been banned. Do you still use yet. it? I... I I'm I don't know if ashamed is the right word, but I I still love Twitter despite all of the bullshit. I mean, I like Gab, but it's just just too hateful. <laughs> You've been broken down by Gab. You know, well, it's not Gab's fault. It's just Gab Twitter still yeah. has the leftists. We've talked about it before. That's what makes it fun. Responding to the crazy leftists is fun. They're not on Gab and that's not Gab's fault. I know. There's so like one person that calls me a whore on Gab and that's it. Yeah. Like, this that's, isn't that's fun. fun. I want to be yelling at liberals. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're new to the show and you want to participate, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host this show. That's in the description uh, on YouTube. Hop in the... Um, I'm not even in the Discord server yet. Jesus. I'm... Oh my gosh, neither am I. We're not even in the server yet on our own show. Uh, oh no. So yeah, hop. there's an update. You're screwed. Uh... Actually, it's updating on my end too. Anyway, I assume everybody's already in there. Hop in the Discord server. Put your name okay, in the I'm roll good. call. We go on a first come, first serve basis. You can wait in one of the waiting rooms in the meantime. And uh, try to keep your call to two or three minutes. And um, uh, you know, as a gesture of respect to everyone else <laughs> calling into the show, if Blonde enforces the rules, who knows? We'll see what happens. What do, we, what do you want me to do? Some questions are just more interesting than others. <laughs> and uh, we will take super chat breaks uh, through YouTube or Streamlabs every half hour. And then um, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live, or you're having trouble getting into the live room, uh, send us an email. We do respond to email questions. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Put call in show question in the subject line. We had a rule, I remember once, about a tweet's length question, but it seems that the rules are being bent again. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to get stricter, I guess. But yes, try to keep your question to a tweet's length, and uh, we'll have to get stricter going forward enforcing it. Anyway, let's hop into the, uh, the calls. First up tonight, right on... Uh, 6.50 p.m., right on, the, right on the nose there, is Rush the Zeppelin up first. But I don't see Rush in the waiting room. Oh, so, my God. Oh, never mind. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I got it. Rush, you're good to go if you can get that mic unmuted. Raggle Fraggle's up after that. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm unmuted now. Wow, go for I'm it. actually first for once. Um, yeah, uh, I guess, first of all, I don't know. I'm assuming you probably saw my email, uh, Blonde. I didn't know if that helped with uh, what we were talking about last week or not. Uh, what email? You'll, ha you'll have to refresh her memory. 
I was talking about Catholic stuff and hmm. um, the uh, like. Was it about thoughts? Yes. Impure thoughts? Yes, I dig it then. Uh, okay, okay, good deal. So, um, yeah, uh, I guess other than that, I was wanting to ask you. So what are what are y'all? I think you've talked about it, Matt. But what boat are y'all on with regards to trying to stop the conservative censorship? Like me personally, I'm with the Communications and Decency Act uh, approach. You know, just label them uh, publishers instead of platforms, and let them get sued to hell. Yeah. If, yeah, if you're gonna go the government route, I'm warmer to that than than telling them what to do. That is to say, liability. If you're going to curate with no sensible structure whatsoever just what you personally like or don't like which is what it seems like it is right they didn't even give an explanation for this last round of banning yeah then it seems to me liability for the posts that are made that are you know defamatory salacious whatever libelous whatever you want to say that seems to be fairer and a little less heavy-handed government-wise than say i I don't know just forcing them with the force of government to say you will host everyone that's an option too so yeah. you are interested in the Internet Bill of Rights approach as well, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm open to pretty much anything at this point. We, we talk about this offline all the time, but, you know, we've been working on our channels for, for years. I've been doing it for more than three years. Skag's been doing it for more than, what, like five years, four years? Uh, well, if you count all the video game stuff since 2012, but that was, that was pure high. That counts, though. So, I mean, that's you know, how you started BS. learning the technology and everything like that. I mean, it's just really frightening to think that you can build a business from nothing and then you you don't have the power to keep it going even if there's public interest in it uh yeah. that really scares me and so at this point i'm like uh whatever i can do to keep it alive it makes me understandable furious. especially considering y'all's point of view that you know this is your entire um your entire career at stake with this so and no other career is is an option either <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but i would hope do. See, the, the, the bummer is for people, I would hope that this show, like if this show were banned tomorrow, we'd take a hit for sure, but I would hope that it would survive elsewhere Yeah, because we've, we've kind of reached a, th- a certain threshold where we could sustain what I feel, what I really bun for is people who are starting today or maybe started a few months ago and they got a really small operation like we had in 2016 where if you take the hit now, like, what are you supposed to do? You, you have yeah, a very but small. It, it, it's obvious that all of these companies are colluding with one another. And so if they decide to unperson you like they have with Laura Loomer, like where there's nowhere she can go. I guess she can go to Gab. But as far as what's what, Laura what, Loomer going to do on Gab? I don't know. What was her? She's still was, a for being what, a Jew, I, I mean, was she still doing video video production? Was that her main thing? I was not a Laura Loomer follower. I don't so know. I, don't I mean, know. I think she operated primarily on Twitter. I know she has a moderately viewed YouTube channel that's still ongoing, but that well, she hasn't been banned jam. off YouTube. Not yet, but mm. I mean, we're all gonna get banned, all of us. I wake up every day. I'm like, I cannot believe I have, I'm still on this platform. The good news is that the more they ban, the weaker YouTube becomes, and the stronger everybody who's banned becomes. That's Eventually true too. That... But YouTube is primarily used for benign viewing, like music videos and cat videos and cooking. And th- the political realm of YouTube is still relatively obscure. It's hard for us to see that because we're so deep in it. Yeah. But the most that... the, the most viewers anybody has, Sargon has close to a million, Stefan Molyneux has close to a million. 
It's yeah. like outside of this room. Uh, there are a channels with have a little bit more. Like Shu has like 1.3, doesn't she? Yeah, but but even that, I mean, like look at some of these music channels. Granted, she really like publishes. That. They have yeah. 20, 40 million. Steven Crowder's up to like three and a half, and he's in all kinds he has of he's three having all and kinds a half of issues. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's wow. good. Yeah. Well, if he, they've been and Joe Rogan's at like five, and he's sort of in this realm, tangentially yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah tangentially. <laughs> I gotta see this. Uh, um, we gotta give you the boot, but do you have any final thoughts? I'm sorry. Oh, he has five point three. Um, you're right. Damn. Yeah. Jim Rogan. Yeah. I guess final thought is uh, another thing to look up is uh, the more recent revelations on the Canadian dad of the trans daughter thing. Where uh, oh, there's more. There's more on that. You say? Yeah, he's apparently um, gotten uh, threatened with um, warrantless arrest now. So. Oh my god. Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Thanks, man. Thanks for yep. coming. Have a good one. Have a good night. Wrangle Fraggle is up next. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Hey, Wrangle Fraggle. Hi. Crowder has 3.7. Wow. Jeez, I looked not long ago, and it was, it was like 3.4, 3.5. That's very reassuring so, to me. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let Regle Fraggle hang out a second. Vox is up hey, after. Can you hear me? Yeah, go yeah. for it. All right, cool. Um, so did y'all watch that video I sent y'all? Uh, which one? The Game of Thrones. Uh, I can't remember. The Bank of Bravos or Iron Bank? Um, uh, no. Nope, I don't think so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah, God. Okay, so there's this theory going around that um, – the Iron Bank of Bravos is going to pay play a big part in this end of the season somehow. But mm. uh, they make this point in in the um, video that what happens when a bank loans, uh, especially countries, this amount of money, it's it's incumbent upon them to make sure they're successful, so that way the bank doesn't fail. It's kind of like um, to. Put it another way. If I borrow $100 from the bank and I can't pay it back, it's my problem. If the bank loans me $100 million and I can't pay it, pay it back, it's the bank's problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is why we're at $22 trillion of debt. Because hmm. people would dare not let the U.S. economy fail. Otherwise, the whole world economy would probably fail along with it. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's that's the entire problem is that we are are subsidizing or uh, or supporting risk taken by by banks such that they don't have to make they don't have to uh, take that risk in a calculated fashion or in a wise fashion. Right. right, right. Uh, yeah. Too big to fail essentially should not be a thing, but we've allowed that to exist. And, and I'm, I'm sure that has international that replicates itself in an international context like that. It's not just about your individual home loan. It's about countries borrowing from countries and things like that. And fractional reserve banking has got to have some kind of inflationary effect. I mean, that money doesn't exist at all. It doesn't exist. The paper money doesn't exist. Hmm. I mean, that that has to cause inflation, right? Um, I major in economics. I know things. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. (laughs) Do you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts? I was losing him for a second. I did. I think I lost him. I thought he wanted to talk about Game of Thrones, which would have been awesome because I actually loved that episode. Really? I hated uh, this last episode. I it was. Hey, we'll I give you it. another minute if you want to talk about Game of Thrones with us. 
<laughs> I'm kind of tempted. I love this last episode of Game so of Thrones. Did I. And I know you really? It. Okay. I, good well, the God, reason I hated why it. is because it went back to what old school Thrones was about, which is basically the interplay between the characters. Yeah. Yeah, but it did it in such lame, safe, boring fashion. No, it was amazing. It was all about female female uh, failures. Like yeah. Daenerys's uh, inability to control her spite or emotions and Cersei being impulsive Daenerys and inexplicably forgiving a Baratheon as set up for Arya's feminist bullshit. No, she did she did it so uh, she could get power. It was a it was a it was a move to show that she's actually What about Sansa being an untrustworthy it. cunt? Yeah, Come I mean, on, also, here's the, all here's these women the, are shifting. And, you know, delayed, uh-huh. spoiler alert. But here, and I mentioned this with you, Rangel Farrell, but... Good for Sansa. The, she the, should tell the, everybody the about it. The most unforgivable part of this episode is not showing the reactions of Arya and Sansa learning the John truth and then not showing no. Tyrion learning it either. Why would you not show that? Oh, I thought that? you were going to say not no. showing Brianna Tars. And they should have showed those titties. weird tees. Yeah. Dim, no, weird I'm, titties. I'm, I'll pass on that. No, also she got look, pumped look, and dumped. It was a perfect look. episode. I love it. <laughs> okay. If you want absolute, you know, forgiveness of all sin, they should have killed Tyrion at the wall. When I they agree. The, I thought uh, they were going castle. to, but they didn't have the balls because they don't have the balls they to do anything this season. It. That and that's what annoys kill me. A bunch of people. We'll it's too them. safe. It's oh, way too safe. Yeah, and it's yeah, going to be okay. lame in the end. It's going to be feel good garbage. Cersei's going to lose. Sansa was totally uh, right. Jon Snow's bitching out. Like, ooh, you're still my queen, even though I'm to- I am totally have a right to the three. He should just kill her. <laughs> I think one of them will, will be dead. It better end, be Khaleesi. Probably. She'll probably sacrifice for Jon to defeat Cersei, and it'll be happily ever after. We'll see. Boo! Cersei <laughs> needs to win. All right, we got to give right. you the boot. See you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh Vox is up next. Yeah, I I I I don't know. I feel like I'm the most negative person I know on this season. I've basically hated this entire season. Well, the show sucks now. It sucked for many seasons. We can all agree on that, right? Um, I don't know why I'm watching it. It's just cuz I have to see it through. Yeah, it's it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. Uh Vox, you're good to go. <laughs> hey guys. Hey. What's on your mind? <laughs> Not Game of Thrones, because I feel like I'm the only person in the world who doesn't really give a shit about it. You're not missing out. Well, you're not missing out anymore. But yeah, well, I read, but... I read the first book and honestly wasn't very impressed, so I just hmm. kind of stopped there. Hmm. Too much rape and incest? Well, it's just too many stupid people. Too many yeah. bad decisions on all the characters' parts. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, so my topic I want to talk about is Matt's, uh, your new video. Uh, of talking about Brian, Brian Sims was Brian me? Sims. Yeah. Can someone give me a TLDR? I don't watch Matt. He, he's <laughs> um he he's basically this. Uh, he's a Pennsylvania state rep, and he's uh, he's kind of like a bear gay guy. But okay. Uh, anyway, he's he goes he lives near a Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood, Southeast Pennsylvania in Philadelphia, and there are occasionally protesters at this Planned Parenthood, but everything I've seen shows these people to be peaceful in nature. Like the old lady in question in this video, as far as all the evidence indicates, was just talking to people and handing out leaflets. There's another clip of three young teenagers apparently just praying outside of the... Oh, no. They're not the, like, throw blood on you type people. Yeah. And and he goes and harasses them and gets in their face and does the usual shaming and, and and all that but it gets worse because the three teen girls he actually offered a hundred dollars on his periscope live stream to dox them these three like they look like 14 year old girls or something oh and he's, he's shaming people for being white even though he's white oh you're just an old white lady and he calls the three girls white girls even though one of them's clearly not and she's like 
I'm not white, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, that is. Did I miss anything, Vox? That is that a good rundown, basically? No, nah, I would have just said bearded asshole yells at old lady. Basically, but, um, what what uh, what are your thoughts on it? Really, honestly, I think the worst thing that he did in the clips that that I've seen and that you've showed is the threat of doxing because. Yeah. That right there is a call to action. That's like me saying, hey, Matt, I'll give you $100 if you kill Brian Sims. You know, if you go out yeah. and kill him, then I'm culpable. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's um, it's an incitement. Not I agree. Like, I don't think it's violence, but it's an incitement to Could abuse. Could be. People yeah. swat other people. We know what happens yeah, yeah. When, you, when you get swatted. Doxing, yeah, for your average Trump. person, that can really fuck up your life. Yeah, and these are, these are just young girls. They're yeah. not, it's... Oh, the other part of the story was Abby Johnson caught wind of it and challenged him. There's a whole bunch of people who are going to show up at this Planned Parenthood on Friday, and they've challenged him to show up and confront, you know, some some more hardened pro-life advocates and, and actually test his bravery. But I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, because he yeah, only I mean, wants to go against old women and 13-year-old girls. Pretty much. What a yeah. pussy. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. You have any final thoughts? No, I was just going to say that, like, he at least he's not being antifa and blocking traffic or throwing rocks and molotov yeah. this like, is so passive aggressive though like, he is he's a douche but he's being a douche in a way that i can at least kind of tolerate if that makes any sense he's being a total douchebag but outside of the doxing everything he was doing is is constitutionally protected for sure exactly yeah yeah uh, that said still being a massive douchebag and, and oh, deserving of, of ridicule for sure and i don't I never saw, I didn't see anyone doing what he's doing. That is to say, getting in the face of women going in for an abortion or whatever and saying, shame on you. You're, you're a trash person. You're this, you're that, whatever. I, I've seen no evidence of that. I've only seen Brian Sims doing that. Would that bother that. you? Um, it would not be the, the tactic that I would choose strategically or morally. I like morally. this bus where they give you the option to like hear your baby's heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. I... If you watch the movie Unplanned, I'm a big fan of um, of these the tactics that those protesters took, which were very compassionate, very uh, approachable, very friendly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I were in that business, that's what I would do. Yeah. What's the phrase? You attract more flies with honey than with uh, vinegar? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I think they handled it right. I would not be a blood tosser if I was doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Sorry. Right, have a good going. night, man. Absolutely. Have a good one. How do you spell chode? I think it's C-H-O-D-E. Ah, told you, live chat. But I don't know for sure. That's how I would type it, though, if I was doing this. Uh, called them chodes, and it didn't go over very well. <laughs> Why? What are they doing? I don't know. Being chode-like? Yeah. Uh, Sean's up I next. I have an antagonistic relationship with the live chat. Yeah, I was going to say, is it is it ode to chode, or is it Chad chode? <laughs> What's up? Uh, not much. I just want to let you know, today is actually the anniversary of the first video between you two on Matt's channel. It was it was uh, May eighth, you say? May eighth. Really? Well, thanks. That's actually what the the link there was in that thing that I threw OHA last week for the the graphic. Ah, I, oh yeah, I was wondering, but it was like in the image, so I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not wow, gonna type this in. three years. <laughs> yeah, three full years as of today, apparently. Sweet. Uh, so did you see it? At, did you? Thank you. Did you see it at the time? When did? Because I know you've been around for a long time, but when did you actually start tuning in? Um. Well. <laughs> I didn't see it like immediately because I was sort of following you, but not like actually subscribed or anything like that. Like yeah, I, would, yeah. I, I had seen many of your videos and I'd seen a couple of blondes. Yeah. And then um, I saw that when I was like, wow, that's really cool. I mean, it's 
this is what we need. We need people that aren't in lockstep having conversations. And that's what really kind of pulled me in. And then it was, it wasn't until after the, the election where I really kind of glommed on wholeheartedly. And, yeah. And, and, and thanks for getting us there, dude. I mean, you've been supporting us for a long, long yeah, time and, and, uh, and we appreciate three years later and we still don't agree on a lot of things. I think we're closer today than we probably would have been in the past though. Well, yeah, you but you say, moved to the center and I moved further right. Maybe, I th although I think I temper some of your impulses sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys agree on the, the core stuff, which is, I mean, I don't know who said it. I'm sure you've said it, Matt. I'm sure maybe even you said it, Blonde. That, um, it's the core principles that if you agree on those, you can disagree about many other things and still make it work. Yeah. And the left has just fully abandoned that and wants to destroy what we have. Yeah, so, totally. So, um, well, sweet. Any other thoughts before we let you go? No, that was mostly it. And that and the, uh, the Cho thing, but blonde. Too. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for the valuable Intel. We appreciate <laughs> you're, it. You're appreciate welcome. it. Have a good night, man. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Chicago girl in SoCal. That's a whole thing. Chicago girl. Chicago you're girl. You're up next. Uh oh, I got a lot. Oh, of, I got a lot of, I got feedback. Do you have feedback that? Do you have that? Do you hear me? Too much feedback. Too much feedback. Can you guys see? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta let that one go. You got nothing but feedback on your end, Chicago girl. So we'll have to let you get that figured out. Oh, um, It might be speakers. I, I don't know. Uh, I can try to circle back, but that it didn't sound like the stream. She was playing the stream. Yeah, it's it's our audio as we talk, feeding back. So it's something to do with your setup there. See if you can get that figured out. We'll try to circle back. Uh, and sorry, we sorry we miss you, but we'll. We'll check back with you if you can, if we can. Uh, Rocky Mountain Monk, you're good to go. Mike is muted. Dangerous Spaces is up after that. But Dangerous Spaces might have had to take off because I don't see him in the waiting room. Commissar Ferrari. We'll keep going. Mr. Ferrari, you're good to go if you're ready. Hello, comrades. What's Hi. up? I'd like to thank both of you for billing me. <laughs> Especially blonde, really. I was gonna say probably more blonde, yeah. Yeah, this, this, uh, when I started watching uh, Mavs content uh, like six months ago, I was this whittling, bullied fucking teenager. Now I actually mm. so much. And uh, three months ago, I started watching blonde's videos for real, and uh, I became actually so so much stronger and less fat. So I I want to thank you for actually improving my quality of life by making those videos oh that that makes me really happy thank you so much being a teenager is hard i don't know how old you are do you, do you would you mind sharing how old you are 15 wow that's that's Very really young. yeah i'm happy that some young men have entered this realm uh but what i want to say to all the teenagers out there is that everything seems really important right now but people from my high school right now could walk past me and i swear to god i would not even recognize them. yeah uh, it's just been after like 10 years, you're like, I don't even remember. It does not why. matter. If I could go back in a time <laughs> machine, matter, all yeah. I would do is slap my 18 year old self and say, you, you know, nothing. Stop being a pussy. Shut your damn mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Start working on yourself instead of expecting things from other people, that sort of thing. That would have been good advice for me. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm so glad that you started early. You're going to be, when you're 30, you're going to be like 10 years ahead of everybody else. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Thank, thank you for, for letting me, let me call it. Of course. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for sharing thanks for that. Calling. That's very cool. Appreciate it. 
Hi. See you, fellas. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, Rocky Mountain Monk, you can chime in whenever you're ready if you can hear me. Otherwise, we got uh, Dangerous Spaces is back. Let's see if we can check in with him. Hey. Go for it. Sorry, I thought it was in the room. I must not have clicked it. Um, You've got such a jolly voice. I'm always happy to talk to you. Oh, thank you. So I'm used to I'm I'm used to the compliments now. First time you said that, I think I just went. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's I didn't a, know the, how to respond. It's uh, it's it's well, I've said it many times. The Australian accent is one of the top global accents for sure. They just ranked Fair them enough. on some kind of official list, and they were pretty really. High. It's rugged yeah, yet refined. That's why I like yeah, apparently it. Apparently, New Zealand yeah. was sexiest, which is bullshit. But whatever. I no, there sounds, there sounds more think, British. You know. Yeah, not that I think yeah. the Australian is, but I, I'm like New Zealand, really. Any, always, anyway, I always wonder what an American sounds like to someone in another country. We all probably like, sound country because right? Australians sound like they're they're tough, but but. I don't know, but refined, like tough, but educated or something like that. Uh, to, uh, does an American sound like a damn buffoon? What do we sound like globally speaking? Not overly. I mean, you've got regional accents as well within America. That's true. Yeah. So mm. you definitely hear different. But I think we can all agree that every accent is less gay than the British accent, right? I don't know, man. Well, well, I, I like the posh British accent uh, on women, especially. I think that's, well, that's it's pretty a good, good female accent. But for men, I'm always like, hmm. Hmm. This know. can't be what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> Not at all. I don't even know how we got onto this, but anyway. Um, the, a couple of things quickly. I've been here since episode zero, and it's weird looking back because wow. kind of as you gradually watch, you don't even realize how much you guys have developed. You've got to go back to really go, oh, okay, there has been quite a, quite a big development. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. While, while you're in it, you don't notice. Also, Brian Sims, I'm trying to look through an old episode, but... Uh, he was also the guy, and I'm pretty sure you covered it, who flipped off Mike Pence and said, this is your welcome to yep. wherever he is, exactly. Philadelphia. So yeah, this I think guy just we, has bad manners. Yeah, yeah I, think, just, I think we did mention that on the show when it came out. Because when I saw him, I knew. I was like, where, where have I seen this dude before? I yeah, know that's where I've it's from. He, yeah. There's a picture of him flipping off Mike Pence on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, exactly. But my topic is sort of related to that a little bit. I think there's a word that I've kind of come up with. Well, I, I didn't come up with the word, but there's an idea I've come up with that I think generally describes the um, the Democratic Party that kind of explains both where they're at and why they probably will end up failing and splitting or, or go, you know, however. Hmm. I think they're narcissistic. I think if you look at the Democrat as a broad topic, they're narcissistic, and I think you can apply it to everything. Well, maybe not everything, but pretty much everything that they do. Well, so, the only so reason I, I agree, the only reason I'd be careful with the accusation is because I think it's also true of Trump to a large degree. Not yeah. necessarily the Republican yeah, but, Party, but him as an individual. That's true. That, but that's the thing. The Republican Party was quite resistant to Trump. The hmm. Democrats, it's almost a policy procedure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I often think of, sorry, go ahead, if you have more to explain. Well, I was going to say, I, I just think in terms of, if you look at everything, I, do, I don't want to be offended. Well, that's narcissism. You want sure. to revolve around you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about abortion before. I think even that is a, it's not really a person. I don't want to have to deal with it because I want to do things my way. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other things. I, 
I didn't lose an election. Well, yeah, that's because yeah. you're a narcissist and you assume and, that. Yes, and just broadly speaking, the world owes me stuff. The world owes me a welfare, the world welfare owes me informs stuff. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, AOC, I looked up the date because I thought maybe this was released for environment, uh, for the uh, World Environment Day. But no, it came out before Easter. I'm sure it's a coincidence, but I'm like, AOC releasing that animation where she's essentially presenting herself as Lord and Savior. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we, we, we covered, covered that one on the show. Where... That was unbelievable. It's hard to believe that's yeah, even I... sincere. But I was watching that going, was that a coincidence they released it before one of the most, no, actually the most important day in the Christian calendar for yeah, the she's got a real savior their... complex. I'm just yeah. like, is that a coincidence? As the in, she's the new Jesus it? Christ. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Well, yeah. that's that's the thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe that's a bit far. But I am looking at going. That timing seems weird. I guess it was Earth Day. Yeah, I guess that's it. But, but... it wasn't. It, that was, uh, I think, after Easter. I think it was a few days after Easter, oh. but, which is why, which is why I looked up the day. I'm like, oh, is that for that? No, it wasn't for that. So. Was it released on Easter Sunday or? Uh, what was the I think timing? it was released on the Thursday. The Thursday, so okay. It wasn't just quite, before. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't mm. quite. We gotta okay. give you a, a. What is what? What am I trying to say? The live chat has distracted me. We got to. Give Got any final boot. thoughts? Do you have any final thoughts? There? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I really have any final thoughts. You know what, Blonde? If you're getting a depressing phone calls today and you really feel bummed out, go look up some Australian animals. Uh, I would go with the sugar glider. I think that's probably the They're cutest. They're so cute. It'll be, yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. so cute. With their but little faces and their Australian... big eyes. I'm going to yeah, look at yeah. them right now. All right. Feel better. Thanks, and man. And also, I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't get you guys on a big argument this week as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Anyway, you guys uh, we have argue for sport, yeah. don't worry. No, and I, I actually, oh, it's so I think, cute. I think that disagreement is pretty fast. I wouldn't even call it an argument per se. You know, I think it's uh, the concept of moral and immoral thoughts is pretty interesting to me. But let's uh, let's check in with um, with super chat and stream. I'm feeding the trolls big time in the in the live chat. It's really bad. I got to stop. It's uh, Kevin Flanagan. <laughs> oh no! Don't well. Ch- <laughs> No. You got uh, you got super chat or what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, do you have any streamlabs? I got it. Are you keyboard academy? Do you streamlabs? One job, dude. Do, do, do. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Can you do streamlabs while I reopen the phone? <laughs> yeah, I gotta find it though. Um, all right, here oh. we go. Oh, really? Uh, Michu says uh, in facepalm news of the week. Trans lifter went nine for nine, smashing world records in women's lifting competition. In interesting news of the week, a lifting organization disqualified a male lifter competing as a female and confiscated his trophies. Well, uh, this seems like something collapsitarians should celebrate. I was listening to the to the I Milo and Sargon stream, yeah. and and he was and Milo was talking about how much he roots for transgender athletes as a way to convince people against the world of feminist nonsense. And I think, I think that's right. There's, there's irrefutable, uh, right. Evidence you, of the difference between men and women in this. In and these accepting cases. the obvious reality about this also forces you to accept biological realities. Yeah. And then just to think feminism is stupid. So I hope that transgenders sweep every category, <laughs> uh, except for women's gymnastics. Did they, I need to, ch- I need to check back on the Olympic status too. Cause as I said, nothing interests me more in the 2020 summer Olympics than trans athletes. If that's going to happen, uh, Regal Fregel says my shitty internet dropped. Oh, sorry about that. And, uh, and kind of the week, uh, the matrix mouse automatic shotguns. 
These are custom-made shotguns from the ground specifically for the scene in the movie. I want one of them. Have a good show, guys. Well, thanks, man. And I'll have to check it out. Oh, cool. We're good at stream uh, I just Googled it. Um, all right. I should stop saying Google as a verb. Um, deep center field press. One core's on me. Split it. The dynamic duo of the millennial generation. Ooh. Fine praise. Mm, uh, quantum football. Facebook just banned the page for the epitome of Michael Schleck's yarmulke. I'm not falling for any of your tricks. <laughs> that's, that's very difficult, but you executed it wonderfully. Or at yeah. least they would if it existed. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Freebie, you two gave me a free super chat, so enjoy. Thank you. Well, thanks. Uh, okay, Kevin Flanagan, let me read this first. <laughs> you got to screen his stuff. It's, it's pretty racist, but I'll read it anyway. Um, Kevin oh. Flanagan. I took a page from the ADL's book and am making an AI to fight anti-cavitism. <laughs> That's funny. But I need coders to help. I'll provide the fried chicken and menthols to apply. Email your resume to Blonde. I, I got so much hate. But I, I can't so believe much. that someone Tony Sounders. so much like, hate in their heart. <laughs> Jeff that lady's going to be a coder. By yeah, the way. really. Uh, <laughs> before I die, I need to hear Bernie say niggardly. Thank you. I think he stopped using it, I'm sure. Um, Rob Kinney, this makes you a Venezuelan billionaire. He gave us $2. I am not going to be niggardly. <laughs> well, thank you. Kevin Flanagan, again, let me read this really quick. Oh, it was the same one. You sent it to us twice, and we're keeping your money because of the trolling. Uh, mandatory uh, the, carry. No, if you want, I'll, I'll hook him up if he, if he double sent accidentally. Douche. He clearly did. Uh, mandatory carry. Well, this actually, show... I can't, though, because then, then we just get screwed. We give. Oh, no, never mind. No, I can take care of it, Kevin, if you need to. Never mind. Email me. Okay. Um, the show may not be playing Discord. What do you what? mean? I don't know. That's what it said. That was a super chat. The uh, show should may be not fine. be playing Discord. I don't know. I don't know what that means, mandatory care. I'm sorry. Uh, Ronald Glimpf. Did either of you catch the David Packman? No. Versus Tim Pool debate. Oh, God. They got lost in technicalities and missed the core principles. Packman seemed good faith, but the debate live chat was insufferable. You guys suck so much. I can't Pac-Man good faith. Wow. I, I'm, I'll have to check it out if only for that reason. Huh? Uh, but, but yeah, it, 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 it I, I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. I, I hope that's not the case. That was, that's one thing that made like the original Jordan Peterson, Sam Harrison, uh, Sam Harris podcast. Awful was just obsession about tiny details, missing the, uh, the forest for the trees kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh God. That sounds exhausting. Um, and then them trying to like, out brain massage each other and and yeah it was just masturbatory yeah it was it was bad uh semper admiliora have you guys watched sophia lieutenant corbis on youtube she's 14 and has mm. over eight hundred thousand subscribers if you haven't watched her you're in for a treat blonde she would make you proud yes we have and we talked about her at the end of our sunday show as a matter of fact yeah i uh skag's got a nuance i have I some awesome. reservations that's all and it's not to say I that i don't understand. think she's talented i think she is but i have some reservations although i was disappointed to hear that somebody else scripts with her hmm. um although it was her, her brother that's only a few years older um ryan hancock have you guys heard about maduro releasing inmates from prison to serve in his military can't see how that could possibly go wrong <laughs> well that's the that's the game he's got to keep it's just a it's a yeah. it's an endurance game of how long he can keep the military bribes basically Yes. Um, mm. As more and more Venezuelan army members turn to support Guaido, a Venezuelan buddy of mine told me about this. No surprise there. And then another one from Kevin Flanagan that has some Mandarin characters because he called me a Hapa earlier. Hmm. I don't even know what that is. It's a half Asian person, but I'm clear. Oh. 
99.9% European. Look how round my eyes are. You know, I would, uh, I would take one of the genetic tests just to out European you, but I, but now they're giving the information there's to the no FBI. Way. They did now say 0.1% native American. I'm like, there's no freaking, I thought way. you had some Asian in there. Or That's what like that. one of my tests said. And then yeah. I, one of the 23 me, and then I looked at it, um, again, a few months later and it, it had changed the same 0.1% to native American or South American. Oh, I'm like, okay. I think this is bullshit. I think they're just throwing this into everybody's results. Uh, we're good. Okay. Let's get back to the calls. Um, oh, I should actually thank the top contributors over on DLive before I forget. We got Whiskey, we got Donald Trump, and Plube. Thanks for supporting the stream over on DLive, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking How care of that because I still don't know what it is. Uh, DLive? Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Well, the thing is, they there's, DLive has its own like crypto, <sighs> and you can contribute and support shows with that. But as far as I understand, and if I'm misunderstanding, feel free to email me. You basically can contribute that crypto, but there's no note attached to it. And at the top of the chat, it just shows us the top three contributors. So that's really all I can shout out because there's no list of messages associated with this crypto exchange. People And the crypto comes in the forms of like lemons and uh, I don't know, all sorts of weird things. So what a world we live in. Yeah. All right. We're ready. Yeah. Let's try real quick, Chicago girl. I'll give you one. We'll, I'll try to get you back. See if that. See if it works this time. Huh? It, it kicked her, so maybe she's on mobile. I don't know. Um, and Rocky Mountain. I'll give you one more shot as well. Maybe Rocky Mountain had to take off. Looks like it. I don't see Rocky Mountain. So let's try. Let's try Phil, who's hanging out. Sorry, Chicago girl. Looks like it's probably just not going to work tonight. I apologize for that. But we'll hopefully get you next time, Phil. Uh, you're good to go if you're ready. And then Danny is up next. Phil. I don't hear try, Phil, do you? We'll, I don't either. We'll try Danny. Phil. Danny, you ready to go? Uh, you're good to go? Oh, can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah. yeah. Just uh, just mute your... Do you have your stream running? I, can hear I just muted it. Yeah, you're good to go. Cool. How are you guys doing today? We are well. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, well, my question again was more towards Blonde. I sent you an email a few days ago regarding the commandant and possibly doing an interview or discussion with him. Yeah, I got an email from him as well. Really? Know. You guys have got to see the problem with this, right? I can't even read some super chats. Yeah, I see the problem. I just wanted to see if you would consider it. The commandant is a super fashy 200-year-old Antarctican YouTuber. 200 years old did i get huh? that right or he's uh, it's you know. like 120 i think yeah mm. his channel is pretty funny though um but you know can't form any allegiances like that because well, i'm is, a coward though that's the real reason well i i know nothing of this person but that's that's the unfortunate reality too is like these days as we saw with the nazi spider web you'll get hit for talking to people regardless of whether you agree or not. Do you think remember when times... Six had a debate with Richard Spencer? And they never let it go. Yeah. They do it yeah. to Rowing Millennial who did the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, we all have to be babies about it just because we're trying to protect our channels, but it pains me if it makes, if it makes you feel any better. I'm sorry. I understand. Uh, well, this Sunday he should release a video specifically about you. So... Ooh. Yeah. Not he fashy wants... enough. That's what he's going to say. Is he going to say that? I wonder. <laughs> well, he wants to get your reaction to it. So we'll see how that goes. Do you know if it's going to be positive? Is this some kind of hit piece? No. I mean, he says you, he said he thinks you'll find it amusing. I don't hmm. think it'll be a hit piece. I mean, I think he's sincere. 
Okay. Well, I eagerly await it, although I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> yeah. Also, you guys talked about my university last Sunday, Texas State. Oh, oh yeah? okay. Is there any uh, campus news, anything we missed about what happened there? No, you got it pretty spot on. This place is a crazy town. Man, I'm you would think in Texas, that. you know? This is near, this is, isn't this place kind of close to Austin? I, I was looking on a map. Yeah, we're pretty close to Austin. Okay. I mean, all the dumb roasties that couldn't get into UT come here. Huh, okay. But yeah, yeah I, was, I, I was surprised to see that kind of display in Texas, but you know, I, I don't have a concept of what it's like there, and I hear Austin's kind of loony. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. Well, yeah, best luck at university. Keep in touch with us. Will do. I'll give you an update next week. Cool. Okay. Thanks, man. See ya. All right, give a good one. I'm nervous Let about this. Me, I fear the common dog. Uh, let's see if we can get Phil. Phil, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, Phil. Hey, can you hear me there? Yeah, yep. you're good. All right. Uh, congratulations on the three years, by the way. Well, Thank thanks. you. I've been with you since the beginning, but uh, mostly since. Um, didn't really, wasn't really sure what I wanted to talk about. I did want to say one thing. Uh, ben Shapiro is kind of like a lightning rod, I guess, for the uh, your fan base. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> one of the things I noted from his uh, discussion with Tucker Carlson was Carlson and him were going over about the whole... Uh, having to move away from your hometown for a job kind of thing. Yeah. And Ben had mentioned about uh, it's the biblical prerogative or something like that to, to sure. leave a father and mother and go to a new land. And uh, <clears throat> I'm not the best biblical scholar, but I think that particular biblical prerogative was for Abraham. And uh, the land he was supposed to go live in um, – is the one that the the the, the uh, excuse me, diaspora refuses to go home to. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I I am uh, no biblical scholar, so I can't speak to the biblical wisdom or the biblical basis. But I I remember listening to that, and I'm I was more on the Ben team in terms of the economic philosophy there than I was on the Tucker team. But uh, I think I I appreciate them both, and and they're not really enemies. You know what I mean. Although that was a pretty good discussion. I would say that was one of the best Ben podcast, the guest podcast there's been was the one. Yeah, I mean, this was on the one on the Daily Wire like five months ago, four months yeah, ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I remember listening to it. It was back in like November. I mean, it was a while ago. It pained because I love Tucker Carlson, but it pained me to disagree with him about the electric cars thing. Not like yeah. outlawing them so that they didn't put truckers out of work. I think that's a dangerous road to go down, stopping technological progress. To in in favor of jobs. preserving current jobs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I disagree with him on that. Uh, but I, I don't know, outside of free speech and some other issues, I think that they had a lot to disagree on that they didn't talk about. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Anything else? Just, Sorry, no, go ahead. Well, just, no, they do agree on a lot of stuff and it's not like, their enemies, but it was kind of interesting that um, Carlson was certainly more. I would say I agree with him a little more on some of those things where, you know, family matters and uh, like where you grew up does matter to some people, like not uh, having to leave there to go find a job. Like, yeah. I suppose, I and I get that. I, and I, I think we all have that uh, longing for, you know, our childhood home or whatever. But I guess the question is is the answer to preserve that sort of thing with government policy. I, 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 believe me, I have sympathy for someone whose hometown has become an economic ghost town or something like that. But, right. but I don't know that, that we can stop that without being uh, oppressive, frankly, with the, with the government hand. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
No, I don't disagree with that. Final thoughts, we got to give you the boot. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all you guys do. And hey, Matt, maybe someday you'll get your own hit piece, but not because of. Uh, <laughs> no, man, it's a it's a meme of its own, and he's I. He's been trying. It. Yeah, whatever. If if it's it's going to be disappointing because it's going to be Kevin Flanagan's super chat that ultimately gets. It's not even going to be me. It's like, oh, <laughs> thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for giving me a hit piece booster seat that I really he needed said, to get this done. He said, bikes, race car now, <laughs> yeah, the Guardians exactly. over there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, yeah. man. Yep, have a good one. Bye. Let's see. Oh, you know who's up next? It's our uh, it's our mod update. What do you think mod's up to? I don't care whether to? he needs to cool off. Get him out of the septic tank right now. <laughs> Ew. Is that, was Hello? it fresh, Hello? freshly cleaned, freshly pumped? Oh, I, I apologize. The youngins got outdoors again. Youngins, uh, I like that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> uh, how y'all doing this week? We are okay. well. How are you? Doing good. Y'all getting ready for Mother's Day coming up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what are you doing for Maud? Well, this is another Maud. Uh, well, I'm not thinking about Maud right now. I'm thinking about my mama. She's still around, okay. so i uh, got her in mind. She's got all kinds of pictures of me as a baby, you know. Uh, I told Maud not to send them things to her. You know what? Next time we role play, I'm going to make sure Maud don't have a camera on her. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. No, but yeah, we're going to have a good... We're, we're going to be seeing my mama this weekend. It's going to be good, I think. Uh, yeah, you're going to be a mama soon there, I guess, Blonde? I'm answering no questions about the <laughs> status of my womb. Oh, it's a fun day. It's a fun day. Maud... Yeah, but speaking of Maud, I know you asked about her. She says she's going to start this thing called the Taco Bell Diet. I don't know if you heard about it. <laughs> no. uh, she says it's great. Well, no, she says it's great. She says that one to two hours after eating at Taco Bell, she's guaranteed to drop one to two pounds. Ew. Oh, nice. All right, we got to give you the boot. You have any final thoughts <clears throat> on Maud? Sure. Uh, well, I'm not on Maud, but I'll tell you something that my granddaddy used to say. Uh, he always liked to pass on his experience to us when we were youngins. He'd say, keep on hollering. So keep that in mind. Keep on hollering, and hopefully they'll hear you Noted. and open the casket back up. <laughs> okay. All right. Y'all take care now. Thank you, Del. Okay. Uh, Tales from the Intellectual Dark Web, who has also been known to get me going a little bit. So I'll keep you on the clock. Tails, what's up? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Good. How All are right. you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, so quick thing, uh, I sent an email to the Beauty and the Beta Gmail thing, mm-hmm. like uh, at the end of March. Uh, Blonde, you're in Idaho, right? I am. Uh, there was a video that unfortunately Philly D did, but it seemed informative as far as like giving birth in Idaho and stuff. You might want to check it out. I, I put like for Blonde in the t- the headline thing of the. What? You know. What? What? What happens when you give birth in Idaho? I forget because it was all the way back in March when I saw it and I thought of you. Um, but it, if I recall correctly, it's nothing good. So you might want to go out of state oh. when you're about to you know, give birth. What? But you look at the video, do your own research, obviously. But it sounded like basically in some of these states, including Idaho, they seem to have, I forget. I, I, I don't want to go too hyperbolic, but it could have even been like mortality related, but it could have just been just like something a lot less negative. I forget exactly, but the headline just says for blonde or the subject line and it says giving birth in Idaho. So it should be easy to find, you know, in that beauty in the beauty Gmail thing. Anyways, anyways, um, I want to don't ask, trust do Philly have... D. I know he, well, he, he virtue signaled over Covington. Never forget. 
He did, <laughs> but I don't I'm think this kidding, is too political. So no, I know, and I don't. Yeah. I don't want to rip on it. I know a lot of people enjoy Philly D, even though yeah, I mean, he I don't is, watch him. Philly D is the Ben Shapiro of my world. People strongly dislike Ben. Philly <laughs> D has earned that for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I kind of have that vibe from him too. But uh, as far as the actual thing I was calling in today, um, how well do y'all understand the concept of identity politics? Oh, super well and well enough that I'll turn off this timer so I can indulge. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Tell me I just more. wanted to ask, well, like, okay, so what exactly is it? Or like, what's a good example of identity politics that y'all don't like or do like? What I dislike, the the only thing that I dislike is different rules for different identities. I actually don't care if people want to have their identity as central to their worldview or their politics. The only thing that bothers me is having that be okay for some people and not okay for others. That's what drives me nuts. Yes, I agree. I don't like the, even the, the label of identity politics because all political decisions are in one way or another rooted in identity. And so like, I'll listen to Ben Shapiro be like, I think Red Eyes just made a video about this. Be like, um, I hate identity politics. I think it's evil. And then be like, I'm a Zionist. It's like, well, you can't tell me that that's totally not inextricably linked to any of your political positions. Everybody operates within the confines of their identity, whether you're, oh, it's your race or your religion or your community, like something about that is external has helped you form an identity, which is informing your political opinions. I, the whole concept of identity politics is retarded because everybody engages in it. And the real okay. problem I have with it is the same thing with SCAG. It's like, are we going to allow people to engage in identity politics or are we not going to? It's not just going to be that white people aren't doing it. That's not how we're playing this game. Hmm. What do you think? Okay. Well, then, yeah, that actually <laughs> makes a lot of sense then because uh, Tim Poole and David Pakman did a video a couple days ago. And mm. it seemed like David Pakman kind of trapped or I don't know. He kind of got Tim Poole and a gotcha, but it, not in a malicious way. It just kind of accidentally happened where hmm. Tim Poole in one sentence said, I'm totally against identity politics. And then like a sentence or two later, he was talking about given his background as like a Korean or half Korean American, he was, uh, it gave him interest into the whole Harvard of uh, being biased against Asian students. Hmm. So that, that's where it's like, okay, so you're not for identity politics, but then isn't this identity politics? Yep. Uh, totally is. Um, most I'll things are. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we got to give you the boot. Thank you for the question. Do you have a final thought? Uh, final thought, I guess. Well, I just wanted to say, uh, I'm not a hundred percent confident on this, but I think in the Christian worldview, you're supposed to hate the sin, but not the sinner. So I don't think you're ever really trying to hate a person, but yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's like, I don't know. I don't want to put this. You can take, uh, mm, no, I don't know. I was trying to think of something clever to describe how you can't actually take that out of blonde, but can't put it in the right words. So Yay. I'm saying it's part of your identity. How about that? Yes. Hate how, the how blonde's fashion academy. Hate the person first. Yeah. Oh, real quick. The other last Wednesday, I didn't get to call in, but I heard blonde talking about how she doesn't something about she doesn't advocate for like violence or something or something like that but then it made me think of she was for like free speech where it's not violent but then i remember like so many times where she's talking about we should catapult the immigrants across the world so it's like and I yeah only talking about that about. in jest that's you know violence is not okay unless it's for comedic purposes <laughs> it has to be funny it has to be funny yeah that's like why moldy locks getting punched in the face that's yeah. why it was justified <laughs> no it was justified in that case because of the oh he's out of here because of the bottles because of the, the fireworks yeah. bottles because of the physical aggression on her part but yeah uh point taken anyway
Um, and not all immigrants, just <laughs> Mexican babies. Brian Sims is a good uh, pick for for committee or committee catapult. How did I get committee out of catapult? Yeah, there are plenty Cat of white people. Catapult, catapult launch of the year. Well, he's one of those self-loathing white people that shames other people just for being white. That's what That's I was telling insane. you about. Yeah, it's weird. Nancy Pelosi, we could catapult her and she would just turn into a pile of dust midair. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cal hey. Climate, what's up, man? Hey, guys. What's on your mind? I have a story for you tonight. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to believe, but trust me, it really happened. So once upon a time in America, a guy spoke to a chick on the internet Mm -hmm. And then, three years after that, a group of people in Australia met up in Melbourne to have a dinner, hang out, and have a ah. great time to celebrate that three years. So you, you, you got to the next meeting. Good. How'd it go? Hey, it was great. It was fantastic. We had an interstate meeting. There was this uh, fantastic team, Melbourne. Uh, I came from Tasmania, and the legendary man, Smegma Bukaki 69 from Sydney. <laughs> You met the real person, huh? Mr. Yes, Smegma Bukaki. Did I, I'm not asking you to to say his name, uh, but did he introduce himself under his real name, or did he say, "I am Smegma Bukaki sixty yes, yes, he did. He said that. He he gave his screen name. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm Would you like to learn how I got my screen name? Did he ask you that? Um, no, no, maybe he, he spoke <laughs> to another guy about it, but yeah. All right. So yeah, so we had a great time and, and so I guess I just wanted to, to, to brag that we had fantastic meeting yesterday. You'll get oh, that's photos. So great. I love the international meetup. Yeah. We'll show them on. If you guys send them before Sunday, we'll show them on the Sunday show. Yeah, sure. All right. Anything else in your mind? Oh, happy three All years. Right. Well, thanks. Thank you. Have a good one. You know, actually, the, the the meetup list, and again, if you're new, there is uh, in all of our Sunday podcasts, there's a link to that list of contacts, and you can put your own contact information to participate in these sorts of meets up, meetups. The meetup list is so big that there are other contacts in Bozeman now. Seriously? Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to arrange because it's like, all right, I need non-insane friends. Let's hang out. This is so, so thrilling. I can't yeah. believe this. It has been three years. That's crazy. Yeah. This so I'm hoping to I've have a, a husband. Bozeman by the way. Really? I thought, I thought you were. No. Yeah. yeah it's longer than I've been. You met him after this. Yeah. Huh? I guess I didn't realize, but we didn't talk about personal stuff as much in the early days. No, although we don't very much now. do we? I don't know. Like off air and stuff. And we're pretty clued into each other's lives. I think I guess that's true. Wow. Yeah. I cannot believe it's been three years. It really flew by. I know making me nostalgic. Well, let's see if we can do three more. We do have uh, a question about that that we're going to answer later. Oh, cool. Lamentations of Libs. Let me find that. Libs, you're good to go if you're ready. But the mic is muted. Mystic Axe up after that. Uh, oh, there okay. you go. Go for it. Sorry. I try not to have both of them unmuted at the same time so yeah, people no don't have to listen to me breathing. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I actually, I think you guys read off an email of mine last week and you mm -hmm. guys, uh, you punted on the question. And Remind me I, the question. So this was going to be on the, uh, how you square the difference, the contradiction between uh, 
mental health forced commitments and oh, yeah. uh, your libertarian side. And I think, I'm not sure if I phrased it right, because my question was more on how, how you deal with that, that contradiction, um, saying, fine, it's, it's wonderful to say that uh, in the case of people with severe mental health issues, that we're going to be more assertive in putting them, giving them the help they need, even mm -hmm. if they don't want it at that time. But how do you square that with the state's going to come in and say, hey, you're nuts. You're going to spend the next 72 hours on a mental health hold, regardless of what you want, because this cop just decided that you're su potentially suicidal. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't considered question, this. I haven't done a lot of deep thinking on this issue. Uh, I haven't, you know, I haven't considered. Uh, honestly, homelessness is a very difficult issue to confront other than like, well, let's improve the economy to the maximum degree such that people are hired, but that doesn't help people with mental illness <clears throat> who are truly helpless in the way you're describing. So I haven't done a lot of deep thinking about how to solve that in a way that doesn't necessarily violate the rights of those people right. if they refuse the help, I, I suppose. I mean, I guess the only real distinction that I can make, and it's, it's nearly impossible to stop the government from further infringing on people's on people's rights, but, but the distinction has to be, is this person aware of the reality that we're all experiencing or are mm. they living in some kind of different reality? Schizophrenic people, you know, they're having conversations with people. They have auditory visual hallucinations. Um, I think, although they don't commit more violent crime, I think that poses a danger to society because of the unpredictability. And so we have to be really careful. It has to be like a, a firm standard of people that really cannot take care of themselves how do you and how do you evaluate like that like on the street basically uh, that, I was, mean, that was mainly my question yeah. Uh, yeah because a lot of the times you know i i've worked mental health i've worked er's and i don't have an issue with okay you talk to the doctor for 15 minutes and, and the doctor says you know what this guy doesn't this guy can't tell reality from deception you know from anything there but if uh how, how's the cop on the street? Unless you're really willing to pay for cops to have master's degrees in psychology, yeah. are they going to have a good idea of what's going on? It would have to be a physician evaluation. So there would have to be some period of involuntary confinement where they aren't sure if they can take care of themselves or not. Cops are not equipped to deal with this. And then one of the problems, we have to let you go, but one of the problems with schizophrenia yeah. is there are pretty long periods of lucidity. Uh, and so that further complicates things. I mean, it's a very good question, but it's difficult to answer. I don't mm. even really know the answer. To it. Yeah. If you, um, if you reach your own conclusions on this one, feel free to let us know. Cause I'm, I, I don't have a good answer for you, to be honest. It's gotta be done though. I don't really see a way around it. <clears throat> anyway, I appreciate you guys giving me another shot at it. Sure. Well, thank you Thanks, so much. Man. Have a nice day. Actually, I got it. Taxpayer subsidized safe injection sites. Have we yeah. tried that one yet. That might work. Oh, yeah. You mean safe injection sites where there are just piles of uncapped needles everywhere? <laughs> we'll try it out. <sighs> Let's get one more call in before the top of the hour. Mystic Axe is up next. Hmm. Mystic Axe, you're good to go. Hello. How are you guys today? We're all right. How are you? Good. Happy third year. Well, thanks. I have some uh, sad, deprecating news for you, um, uh, Matt. Hmm. Second annual Saskatchewan-wide gun amnesty brings in 283 firearms, and they're all 
hunting rifles or hunting shotguns. What does it mean, amnesty? Are they amnesty for possession of illegal firearms? They're not illegal. No, they're just like, oh, if you want to uh, drop them off. Uh, why and... wouldn't I just sell it if I if I why wouldn't I just oh. sell it if I want to get rid of it? Well, some people it's like, oh, it's a lot of people are still because in Canada you don't have the right to bear arms. Yeah, but it's like uh, what what's the uh, what's legal just, in Canada? Can you have like your standard AR in Canada or is that? Not uh, they have to be uh, under uh, they ha they can't be it can it has to be a semi-automatic like. I like to say it's, but it's also your 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 magazines have to be. If you buy one, you have to have like a five clip mag. It's so, five is the limit. Yep. Oh my god. Like you can get <laughs> like twenty twos. You can get ten ten round. Mags Ooh! For, wow. For twenty twos only. Yeah. But that's what they did in New Zealand too. I think that was the exemption. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm doing a competition shooting. Hopefully. Ah, that's so pretty we, cool. How long yeah, have you been we, doing that? Oh, I just started with from my brother. We're doing it as a, a family doing family. My brother wanted me to get to it after he did it for a few years. Sweet. I don't know anything about it, really. What do you shoot? Uh, we shoot uh, metal uh, cut targets that there's so there's a ram, a chicken, and a pig, mm -hmm. and you shoot the top down to the third, and it's pretty much. Uh, uh, it's more of an advanced hunting scope because it is you change the you don't change the right or left you just change up or down for the scope okay. so it is not set like a hunting scope where you oh you set it and it's done this you have to adjust it over you time. have to adjust on the fly are you stationary or do you have to move or what uh, no you're station you're you're stationary you stand up or sometimes you're allowed to use the use the uh, bench but. Uh, what are you actually shooting as far as your rifle? Uh, metal rent? targets. That's what you're no, shooting. but like, what's uh, the what's the actual the uh, actual for hunting? Uh, for both, there's two categories. There is hunting, and then there's non uh, non hunting. For both, you need to shoot a twenty two. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what's it? Twenty two. Uh, uh, I don't remember the word term. Lever, uh, bolt action. With okay. five five round mag, and it has to the barrel hat ha, has to be tapered on the end. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just use a big. Uh, you've probably seen those big shooting competition guns with the giant ass barrels, weighted barrels. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what you shoot with. Cool. Well, good luck, man. I hope it's fun. It sounds cool. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it's just uh. So there's there's for Canada there's three different. We, we got we got to wrap this up. Um, Time-wise, but but appreciate yeah. it, man. Uh, final final just, word, real quick, if you want it. Uh, gun of the week. Got to be quick. Uh, the Jurassic Jurassic Park and Jurassic World Trank rifles. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, the Jurassic World one is made from it's like it's made from scratch. It because it, it, they don't make semi-automatic dart guns, but this would work on the border. <laughs> I know, right? Just you them up, make them as high as fuck. It actually like, kind of looks like um, the one that this, this movie prop this guy has looks like a weird, heavily modified like M14 or M1A kind of kind of rifle. Yeah, huh. yeah, huh. it is like that. But it's um, one of them is actually used to be uh, actual hunting. Is actually a sniper gun or something. The I can't remember what 
model is, but Ragglefrag will probably correct me on that. Yeah. But, All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, you guys have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, let's check in on uh, Super Chat and Streamlabs before we get to the last segment of callers here. Sure. Uh, Alicia Supertramp, no note. Chris Heinitz, no note. Julie V, we can't hear you in the Discord server. It's silent. Can you try me again, Chicago girl? My mother called me exactly the same time you were coming to me. Hmm. Um, We did try Uh, again. Should we try it again? It seems like everybody's able to hear me in the Discord server. I don't know what's going on, Julie. Discord. We we sucks. we can try you once more after the uh, break here, but I I I I don't think Discord's having any uh, user wide problems that I'm aware of. This one's funny. Shauna Thornton says, "Cayenne allspice, nutmeg, cloves." Just trying to outspice Flanagan. <laughs> ah, thanks. Matt Death. I meant gas the bikes in the same way Tim Pool says liberals get the bike lock too. If some dirty smear merchant wants to get upset over that, they can play on the on a racetrack. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, my sister lives in Idaho. She has three kids, all born in Idaho, and they're fine and probably moving to Idaho. Idaho is a great state. I love living here. Well, some somehow that state is repopulating. I, I don't know how they're doing it, but I'd be interested to see what the actual issue is. Kevin Flanagan, this one's not that spicy. Um, hmm. Hey, Matt, if you need an idea for Sunday's hoax hate, I heard about this one story back at the 40s in Germany and Poland. <laughs> Redacted says, can, can you be against identity politics being used to denigrate while being okay with it, being used to reinforce a perspective? I'd imagine I'm more morally flexible in this regard than you are. You Repeat it one it? more time so, uh, just to make sure I understand. Can you be against identity politics being used to denigrate while being okay with it, being used to reinforce a perspective? Well, um, I suppose that's another line that I draw. That is to say... I, Identity politics is often conflated with like hate, you know what I mean? Especially in the white context. Like if you're proud, if you're if you're prideful of European heritage, you're presumed to be hateful. I don't support identity based attack on anyone, but I also don't conflate uh, pride of your identity, however you define that, with external attacks on another person. That that's one thing that bothers me too. Like like being like European pride is supposedly. Uh, a precursor for violent attack. That's what leads to Charlottesville or whatever else. That's insane. Well, I mean, I can make the argument that black identity leads to the Dallas police shooting and the Black Lives Matter thing. I mean, I've, th- I, the th- the point is, until you're actually doing that, you should be able to, to believe whatever you want to believe or be prideful of whatever you want to be prideful of. Well, I fail to see why it's people. problematic as long, how it's problematic as long as, you know, we aren't living in this kind of racially charged society. Hmm. Like, why is it a problem in and of itself at all? Uh, I guess, I guess I don't understand your question fully. Like black pride, white pride, Asian pride. Why does it matter at all? I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a problem until there's external abuse of other people. Yeah. But, but most but, people think that white pride leads to violence. If you ask yes, your average uniquely, person in America, uniquely yeah, really that other that, yeah. ethnic pride doesn't because exactly. reasons. Yeah. Um, Black Magic. Anytime Skag gets upping on on his mu principles, just remind him of the time he showed his feet on a stream for two dollars. Press F if you remember. I did too. Those were, it was that for was, twenty dollars, and that was like <laughs> at least a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Times were tougher. We say we're no good low down way, money grabbers. Yeah, what principle did that violate? Yeah. I, I'm. I don't listen. I'll show you my feet again. I'll do it right now if you want. I bet you got weird wide feet. I actually do have wide feet, but um, it's your Scandinavian heritage. 
Mm. Is that uh, a thing for Scandinavians? I didn't it's know a that. German thing, so I, I don't oh. know. Okay. Uh, John Martin this is the last one. What's the cutoff amount for telling you how to run your show asking for a friend? <laughs> $1 million, and yeah. I still might get mad. Yep. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, real quick over on Streamlabs. Andel says, on U.S. accents, I remember when I was younger, volunteering at my Canadian high school, and uh, or when U.S. high school marching bands came up to compete against each other, the Illinois kid made fun of the Kentucky kids, and they sounded identical to us. That, that can happen with the Kiwis yeah. and, the, and the Aussies as they're called sometimes. Although I think I'm getting better at detecting the differences. Uh, Andel says, oh, and I think, uh, he says again, I think Tim Poole thinks you're still pro-choice, Matt, which you may be, but I'm seriously having a hard time remaining pro-choice myself given these regressive shits. Thanks for giving us sanity safe space, you guys. I mean, it depends in what context. Uh, culturally speaking, I, I, what was that? My dog. I, d- I don't think there are very many good arguments for in favor of abortion left. They've pretty much been knocked down yeah. one by one in my mind. I, I don't know that I have a clear picture on what the law exactly should be, but let's put it this way. The proposals that the Democratic Party are putting forth are way, 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 way too far in the other direction. Yeah. And regardless of my opinion on abortion, Roe versus Wade is a trash decision, just legally speaking, that needs to be... Uh, overturned just just because it's a garbage decision has no basis in the constitution so i mean if i if you had to ask me where i stand on this right now i mean i'm i'm going to as as far as what i would advise anyone to do what i would do in my own life of course i'm going to take a pro-life stance where i come into conflict is the degree to which people ought to be legally punished for these things but the fact of the matter is if I grant that there's a human life at stake, and I pretty much do, it's, it's hard to argue there's not when there's a separate, you know, the separate DNA established. What's the difference between, at least in moral terms, between killing someone on the street and, and killing a life in that context? I, yeah, I don't know that there I mean, is that much. I agree. And then once we learn more about abortion, because both of us used to be, I mean, I was more apathetic. I don't know that I was ever really pro-choice. But once I started doing the research, and I know I said this on the show before, but 98.3% of abortions are elective for sexual irresponsibility, financial reasons, sex selection. Only 1.7% of abortions are for health of the mother, health of the baby, that includes all deformities, rape or incest. So I get this argument from the left all the time, like, what about rape? What about rape? And I hear people on the right, like, we should, we're pro-life except in cases of rape. If we do that and legislate it as such, it's going to incentivize people to make false rape claims. And I don't know that it's really that relevant because there's still distinct DNA present that didn't and ask for any of this shit. And it's not that life's fault, yeah. And it's not that life's fault. So, so I don't know. I, I, I just, I have like a pretty firm pro-life stance at this point. I, I have details to iron out in my own head, but if you had me, if, you, if you're making me choose a, a label at this point, there's a lot of baggage that comes with the pro-choice label right now that I am... I am unwilling to accept. And if yeah. there's baggage on the pro-life side, that's baggage that I can get with a little more than the absolute degeneracy that exists on the pro-choice side these days. So It's so easy to yeah. prevent a pregnancy, too. 
Yeah, and, and the, the older I get, the more I, I'm of the perspective of this my body, my choice nonsense. Yes, it is your body. Therefore, do not participate in the behavior that puts a life into your body if you don't accept that risk. I'm not here to preach abstinence or whatever. What I am here to say is if you don't accept the possible consequences of the behavior, behavior you voluntarily engage in, do not engage in that behavior. Right. Which Otherwise, young people especially don't want to hear but like if you're hell bent on like banging a bunch of dudes condoms are really effective there are a lot of birth control methods that i don't have an ethical dilemma with um Mm -hmm. so i don't know it just seems like like once you get to the abortion stage it's like did did you do anything to prevent this thanks for the question obviously we got uh, a lot of thoughts on that but we got to get to the callers i appreciate it and uh we'll try to get through as many people we as we can before the bottom of the hour here kill a rabbit Oh, uh, Rocky Mountain Monk might be back. Oh, and I said I'd I'd get uh, I'd give um, Chicago Girl and SoCal SoCal another chance, right? But I think she might have had to take off because I don't see her anymore. Sorry, we missed you. Uh, Rocky Mountain Elk might have had to take off too. Sorry, thanks for bearing with me, people. Uh, kill a rabbit, then we'll go with that. Kill a rabbit. You're up next if you're ready. Mike muted. We'll give you a second. Admin Voss is up after that. Admin Voss, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? We are well. How are you? Fine. I stumbled upon a really weird article on Intelligencer and, uh, or oh. New York Mag. I've never heard of this this publisher before. Uh, what I've learned from collecting stories of people whose loved ones were transformed by Fox News. That's oh, I saw what- this. You saw yeah. this, did you? I, I did not read it. I saw the headline, but fill me in. Oh, it's a complete joke. This guy who wrote this article, Luke O'Neill, apparently, mm. uh, I want to say... Is he the one say, that doxed Amy Mack? He might have been. He Let looks like the election. fucking... He looks like a crazy dude. He mm. wrote on the... Just three days ago, he compiled a bunch of stories from people who submitted to, I guess, his blog, where he... He retells all these people saying, hey, my family is being is being turned into some hard right wing conservative by watching Fox News. <laughs> Let me this is the worst thing I've heard in a long time. Hmm. When I found my dead da- dad in his armchair, fucking Fox News was on the TV. <laughs> what? Oh that was in the article? Yes, it's likely it's likely the last thing you saw. I hate oh that the channel and conservative talk radio did to my funny, compassionate dad. He spent the last years of his life increasingly angry, bigoted, and paranoid. Oh my god! Literally, At least they're not saying that it, that it actually killed him, are they? Uh, it, no, not literally. But hmm. it sounds like a bunch of Twitter millennials wrote in because all of the quotes. Say, I can't believe he fucking watches that fucking news network. I they can't believe my like grandpa that. died believing in border security. What a what a horrible fate. If oh my you god. Check this dude's blog post, the <laughs> the name of the blog post is Welcome to Hell World. The article says I hate what they've done to most of everyone in my family. Progress is made one funeral at a time. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Prog- they're saying it's good that these people are dying off? Is that the message? I think that's the implication. Even this though pro- it's like their family? Yeah, I, that's okay. what it sounds like. Oh, the actual oh article God. I'm talking about is 
is written pretty cohesively, but the blog post where he compiles all the people who submitted how Bill O'Reilly is raping their grandma or something, it's <laughs> completely... It, it's stream of consciousness. It's There's missing commas. This guy's fucking crazy. What the hmm. fuck is wrong with this dude? How is it a really long article? Maybe I should give it a read. Uh, the actual article, um, no, not really. Hmm. The actual article isn't, but the blog post where he compiles all of the responses is. All right. About media. Well, maybe I'll have to check it out. Thanks for the intel, man. Oh, yeah. This dude's crazy. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Have a good night. Yeah. All right. Good night, guys. Kill a rabbit. You're good to go if you're ready. Yeah, hey, uh, just to just reiterate on Vaz, don't listen to crazy ever. Um, on what? You have yeah, few, uh, few options these days. Everyone's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're crazy to some people, but uh, other people are crazy to us, so I don't think anyone's listening to each other. That's, uh, that's a whole other topic in and of itself. Yeah, sure. But, um, yeah, but one of the main things I wanted um, – not one of the main things. The main thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, was Facebook. Mm. Um, I have not been a user and proudly so for, uh, for the last five years. Um, I've seen a, uh, I've seen a couple of articles. Um, uh, one of them was, uh, talking about who announced the bands on, uh, on Alex Jones, Paul Joseph Watson, Laura Loomer, all those people. Uh, it was a week. Hillary operative of sorts. Sarah, Sarah Pollock. Yeah. If, uh, if you looked huh. at, uh, yeah, if you looked at her history though, uh, it's just, it's absolutely nuts. Um, so before she joined Facebook, she was a director of press advance for Hillary for America. Oh my God. Uh, she held this position. Of yeah. What a, what a coincidence. Yeah. What, a, what an absolute coincidence though. Uh, I think we should, I think we should come up with a new biblical, um, uh, or not really a biblical phrase, but more of a, uh, more of a political phase by now. Hell hath no, uh, hell hath no fury like Hillary scorned ever Go on, um, but i also wanted to uh, i also wanted to briefly talk about uh facebook's cryptocurrency uh oh yeah i know I nothing about this so what's the deal yeah. with it yeah so uh i tried um i tried chatting about it on uh on the sunday show mm-hmm. um i uh, i linked it up and someone put it up on uh, on your super chat i might as well um i might as well elaborate on what's going on here sure yeah um it. so Facebook is uh, Facebook is test dummying this thing in India, where um, where you basically you gain cryptocurrency uh, slightly through loyalty points, but you also get to buy and sell stuff on their messenger and their WhatsApp. What are loyalty already... points? This isn't gonna work. What is that? Oh man, I mean it's it's basically um, it's basically how much you sell on uh, on WhatsApp and Messenger. Hmm. So if you're uh, if you're loyal to their services. Um, you'll you'll basically get rewarded. It's almost selling like, uh, of what though? Like selling miles. of like physical goods or selling of yeah yeah. Okay. I mean they uh they've they've been doing that in uh, in India recently, and I've been I've been thinking about uh, long term what this can mean as uh, as we're going cashless and everything is uh, everything's just getting integrated into social media recently. Yeah. Um, I'm not in it to I'm not in it to scare anyone or anything. Uh, I'm just mentioning this so that everyone could prepare. Um, it's you know save money as much as you can. Um, mm. Cash is cash is very hard to trace. 
um, whenever, uh, um, yeah, whenever you're buying and selling physical goods or uh, performing services, um, whenever uh, whenever things are more digitized, it's easier to uh, it's easier to create a trace yeah. for uh, for these things. So uh, as as we go more into Bitcoin, um, and this is what was interesting as well. Facebook never mentioned blockchain at this uh, at this hearing. So they're basically um, they're basically eliminating that. Okay. Um, we'll have but, to wrap this up quickly here, but if you have a final thought, go for it. Yeah, sure. Uh, don't let these uh, don't let these tech companies uh, destroy your humanity, and uh, just I'd say just be yourself and become your own man. Do yeah. as much as you can. Well, thanks, man. No problem. Have a good yeah. night. Yeah, you too. Okay, divide and and concur is up next. Divide and concur. You're good to go. Hey, how's it going? Hey there. Doing all right. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Um, so I was going to talk to you guys about the uh, morality of thought. I had a bunch of notes oh, on sure. that, but okay. Uh, I didn't. I'm at work right now. I don't have the notes with me. Um, mm -hmm. So I was going to talk about the shooting uh, here in Colorado. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I heard a little bit on the news this morning, but it seems like it's already disappearing. So I'm wondering if that's because it doesn't fit the narrative. Well, he was well, a that's the Bernie supporter. Huh. So. Well, yeah, and this this guy got his coat, his his tar, his, sorry, his car towed, and it had "fuck society" on the side of it. And then the the girl that did it with him is transgender, ma female to male. Hmm. It's like there's uh, there's an obvious mental health issue here, and Colorado has a huge mental health issue anyway. They don't really address it. Um, but yeah, I, I think this guy kind of goes along the same lines as the Christ shooter may have been inspired by it because if you're in if mm. you're in that mindset just fuck society you know you, then you're in that extreme collapsitarian route and yeah. you know you just want to see the world burn because you don't like the way it's going yeah yeah um so yeah and then the local so i was i was at the barbershop earlier and it was on the news and i was like you know this this is this is awful because there was a kid i don't know how old he was but he was like he wanted to go in the marines and stuff and he I guess charged one of the shooters and tried to tackle him, and he's the one that got killed. He's the one. There was only one, right? Just him. Uh, so far that I know of, I know there was a couple in the hospital and with critical condition. Okay, but so maybe more. As far as what happened at the shooting, I know that there was only one. Um, Do we know? Did he just have a hand? Because I had heard this morning that he walked into class like normal and then got up and closed the door and like yelled some stuff at people. So presume I presumed that meant he had a handgun or something concealable. Do we know I, what the weapon I, was? Well, so what I've heard is he had a couple handguns and there was also a, a rifle. They didn't say what kind of rifle, of course, but hmm. they said that uh, the rifle was never used. Uh, they hmm. only stuck to the handguns. I guess they didn't get get to it in time or something. Yeah. Um, but what I was talking to the my barber about was like, you know, it it's so sad that there is a school shooter. And the person that loses his life is one student trying to save the lives of his other students. Yeah. When there are perfectly capable adults there that could be armed and taking care of the situation right there. Yeah. Agree a hundred percent. Yep, exactly. But then then I was listening, then it switched over to another local news, little late night, or not late night, but evening news thing. Um, and the guy said the same exact thing. Oh, you know, how can we stop this from happening? It's a shame that a kid has to put his life on the line for another kid. Yeah. But he's going to a completely different conclusion on it. 
Yeah. It's it's a shame that we have the same point of view on something, but then it just splits off completely and we're both on opposite sides. I had an interesting conversation with a friend yesterday and he, and he asked me, Matt, go back to high school because he's a high school friend of mine. How many, how many teachers in, in high school would you have wanted armed, honestly? And I said, all of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Every single one. Are you kidding? Like, uh, granted, I don't know that all of them can make the shot, but I want the chance. And yeah. and I and, and it, I guess it was you know presumed that I would distrust all of them with a firearm. No, I would I would trust every single one of them to protect the kids to the best of their ability. And maybe they don't have great ability, but the point is they got the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Exactly. We got um, boot. You have any final thoughts? Uh, final thought. Well, real quick, I'm just happy to see the listener meetups. I'm the guy that talked to Michael Schlecht and got everything going and oh, cool. not to take awesome. thunder from him, but yeah, that's awesome that it, I like to see how, where it's going. But final thought is Matt's sex position of the week called a rusty <laughs> bagpipe. It's almost like a rusty trombone, except the receiver wears plaid. He gets his sack squeezed and there's a little more of a tickling motion rather than a sliding motion happening. Okay, ew. get the hell out of here. Ew, Caesar, ew. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. That came out of nowhere. Uh, Blub- Blubbertron. Blubbertron. That's a good name. That might be a new one. Blubbertron. You're good to go. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. What's Can on you hear me? Yep. yep. Okay, so... Um, I was going to talk about the school shooting, hmm. uh, just to clarify the previous caller. When I read about it on Yahoo News this afternoon, it was actually two biological males. Oh, it was, so what, was there any transgender angle to this or that was just incorrectly? Yes, the younger I thought one, a tranny got shot. Is that right? The younger one was transgender apparently and claimed bullying. And so Transgender tra- male to female. Then. Yes. Okay. Yes. I see. Female to male. No, apparently not. Apparently, they're both biological. Got to be female to male. Really? Really? Okay. Well, uh, I mean, I saw. I only saw a picture of the the one shooter who's like a straight up guy. Oh, I should not have googled that. (laughs) (laughs) Now I want to see. Okay, fill us in more if there's more information. Well, that's just all I had read was that it was uh, two biological males, and I was going to ask you guys if you thought that the news coverage was going to transition into um, the anti-bullying and, you know, we need to feel sympathy for these kids instead of the obvious mental health issues. Uh, uh, yeah, of course, it's going to it's gonna turn to some leftist agenda. I mean, we really need to be talking about public schools and government-run schools. Stefan Molyneux made a fantastic video about this today and why we don't have small community-based homeschooling programs. Like, why are our kids going to these giant schools where they're being indoctrinated and have like 35 students in a class? Like, no. This this needs to not happen. I have this my skepticism about homeschooling, but I can get on board with local as much local control of education as possible yeah. down to the community level for sure. Uh, male to yeah. female, yeah. Hmm. I, I googled uh, tranny shooter, and several of the results are that YouTube shooter who failed in killing anybody. Remember her? No. The weird vegan YouTube channel lady who she was like, oh yeah, hold my vegan kebab, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't she kill somebody? She killed yeah. herself. Whoa! <laughs> but she did not kill anybody else. Yikes! Anyway, we got to get to the actually, boot. You have any final thoughts? Oh well, uh, I guess I'll give you my Game of Thrones prediction. Okay. Uh, I got Go for it. two two options here. The one is if the writers are just as shitty as we imagine. Danny is going to go crazy, try to burn down the entire city. John mm. will kill her, 
John yes. doesn't want the throne, so Bran uses his wizard history oh. powers to say that monarchism is bad and make democracy. No. The other one, the other one, slightly more relevant to the way GRRM writes, that sounds feasible. is that Danny super predictably wins and claims the throne. But as she foreshadowed years ago, she will break the wheel and in a massive metaphor, use her dragon to melt down the Iron Throne and install hmm. democracy. Oh, you think they're going to go that route? They're going to they're going to do they're going to praise the virtues of democracy in the end. She melts it down, so. turns it into a giant vagina. Hmm. <laughs> and somehow they get Trump in the end, too. I know that's going to happen. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> God. Oh, All right. Thanks, man. No. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Those are really in. good predictions. I know. I well, I didn't. I didn't foresee that angle. My prediction is that either because the only mystery to me left is either John or Danny. How they're going to resolve the John Daenerys uh, conflict? I fear that they're going to take the easy route. One of them dies in sacrifice, defeating Cersei, and the other rules, and it's happily ever after. And it's really boring and safe. No, Danny That's... needs to go insane Oof. to prove that genetics are important <laughs> and that women can't rule. And then John needs to reach down and find his balls and rule all the kingdoms. We'll see. That's Let's, what needs um, to happen. Closing in on the bottom of the hour, I think we get two in. Take two more. Sure. Okay. Uh, Bob the Jarmello. That's, uh, that's an interesting name. I don't know what a Jarmello is or how to pronounce that even. Bob? How's Bob. it going? Hey. What is, what's a Jarmello? Oh, I get that question asked all the time. So it's a gamer tag that I added because I... Back when I started playing video games, I was like, what's a name that would piss people off for them to lose against? Yeah. And so that's basically the entire context of it. You know, the best gamer tag I ever saw was somebody who clearly had that uh, intent was a prancing gay. A prancing yep. gay is my favorite gamer tag of all time. My favorite uh, response is one time I was playing League and somebody uh, was like, I knew you were going to be immature because of your name. Oh, and cool. the, the ironic part was his name was... Uh, uh, Cockmongler69. <laughs> well, and wait, I was it, like, all right, Cockmongler69, all right. You're being provocative with that yeah. name. So Jarmelo is not even a thing. It's just something you made up or what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was all something right. that I saw from another video game from somebody else's username. Yeah. And I thought that was hilarious. And so I just added Bob the Jarmelo. All right. Well, what uh, what's on your mind? Unless you want to talk gamer tags. I mean, no, no. I was uh, I actually sent you some videos recently um, mm -hmm. about uh smarter every day he did a video series on youtube twitter and uh facebook and their kind of algorithms and their systems mm -hmm. uh and so i was wondering if you checked those out at all uh they might have escaped me but uh but give me a summary what's the deal with them so basically like what i gathered from that is like twitter and facebook and youtube they're all trying to crack down on you know fake news and they view it as like that's what the people want yeah but i think like in, in his video, I think he does a good job at kind of, you know, understanding what they're trying to do. But I think on the side of like Facebook and Twitter, they are looking at it and saying, oh, yeah, our people want more censorship. Our people want more, um, you know, nobody want wants. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, they're, sure, there's stuff I don't want to see. But that's the point is just let me mute or block it, not ban everyone from looking at it. Nobody likes that. Who the hell are these people who want censorship? I don't know who they're talking about. The left, if they don't want to. They hear they, they want it. That's so weird to me. So. Why would you crave that? Anyway, we got to give you the boot. You have any final thoughts? Uh, no, that was it. I just wanted to uh, kind of put that on your radar. It's, they're really sure. interesting videos, and I think he does a good job. It's just I kind of watch them and kind of cringe a little bit listening to the 
uh, Twitter and Facebook people, you know, try to explain why they're implementing these policies. Yeah, because of yeah. public demand, popular demand. I, I bet that's why. Not political, uh, uh, not political opportunism or opposition at all. Definitely not. Thanks, man. Thanks. See you. All right. See you. Uh, last word tonight's going to go to Devious Ducky. Devious Ducky, you're good to go if you're ready. Ted Luke. Uh, flip a coin, man. I don't know. Do you know if Ted Lou is gay? Devious Ducky, you know? No. Ducky? Ducky. Hi, guys. Hey. Do you know if, do you know if Ted Lou is gay or not? I have no idea. Dang it. All right. Well, yeah. what else is on your mind? I just wanted to ask you, a lot of my friends have become MGTOW, and I wanted to know hmm. what you think caused that. Oh, geez. I mean, women... Response to feminism. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a response yeah, to yeah, feminism. Probably men being disenfranchised by courts in, in marriages. I mean, Shit, I've been was. married for a year. I could totally clean my husband out right now and just cite irreconcilable differences, and he would have no recourse. Mm. And it's way that's worse when you have kids. Say. Yeah. So I think that's pro- it's a reaction to feminism. Uh, can I ask how old you are, if you're comfortable sharing? Yeah, 37. So a lot. Of, so and these friends of yours are peers. They're about your age. Yeah, they're about my age. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are they all? Are they like previously married? Are they? Have they been single until that some point? Some have been. Life? Yeah. Some have been in relationships. Some. Some have obviously have been burnt and therefore i'm assuming that's why they're going to make the towel route yeah but, so like so they have they is it that they have trouble finding a suitable partner or have they been scorned no, like have no. they been abused like blonde's describing no no well i mean I'm, I'm one or two probably have been scorned but a lot of them are very successful businessmen going about their way but mm-hmm. they just avoid relationships and marriage like the plague and they come up with uh, the shitty laws and Feminism, there's a good one. I, I didn't even think of that one, but yeah, feminism, fair to be feminism in particular. Do you yeah, think, yeah, uh, I understand. Do you but, think they're happy doing that? What's your, I mean, I know you're, you can't get in their head, but what do you think is their friend? Oh, yeah, they, they seem perfectly happy, but yeah. I just, I just, I can't, I couldn't understand. I'm in a relationship myself and I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly happy, but I just wanted to understand why they, they I can't get my head around why they don't. I, I understand why. I just worry about the prospect for happiness. That is to say, yeah, but I think it's different for men. Women don't do well, uh, you know, throughout life without men. Men have a tendency to be able to retreat into their hobbies. And I mean, think about it. You're like a high status, high net worth man. Until you're about 45, 50, you can still get like really high quality tail. Yeah, I mean, and then you, you can just get yeah, prostitutes. Yeah. And so if all you're looking for is sex, then it's like, yeah. I mean, I think people do need companionship, but like, if you've gone, I know some people that have gone through some divorces where they are like ruined, like mm. never again, like will go through life pumping and dumping because of what one woman, one woman did to them. It's that mm. bad. So yeah. I, I see how this happened. All right. Well, thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for the thoughts. You got anything else before we let you go? No, just congratulations on surviving three years. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Thank Hopefully so there'll much. be many more, but who knows? It's kind of out of our control. We'll see what happens. All right. Good night, guys. Thanks, man. Bye. All right, that'll do it on a calls tonight. Thanks for your patience, everybody. And if um, if you're having trouble getting into the live, <clears throat> losing my voice. Ooh. Sorry. <clears throat> if you're having trouble getting into the live room, getting into the show, remember we also uh, do take questions through email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call in show question in the subject line. Keep it to a damn tweet's length or less. No. Else we're going to start 
not answering them. No, we appreciate it. Um, try to be as concise as possible, and we will respond to them on the show as we're about to do right now. Jack says, uh, here's the context for his question. The wall has been built. Immigration is fixed. Demographics have balanced. John, Ad- John Adams 2.0 is president for eight years. VP Rand Paul has solved the debt crisis. And the USA's culture has become pro-family, pro-constitution, and pro-bill of rights. There is no need for a sanity safe space. The podcast and brand are off to retirement. So the question is, the year is 20-whatever, a world <clears throat> where beauty in the beta is not needed nor in demand. What is the future for Matt and Blonde? A new podcast, traditional careers. Will your relationship dissolve? Your thoughts, please. I I enjoy, I think I would enjoy doing this regardless of whether my ideas are in vogue or not. I don't know yeah. about you. Well, I mean, I, I know this is a hypothetical question where like we return to our values, but um, that's not going to happen and things are co- going to collapse and we're going to have to build anew. So I expect an increase in demand for things like this, especially as uh, censorship tamps down on all of us. Yeah, it's uh, there's there's never a shortage of enemies of liberty. You know what I mean? There's never a shortage of 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 people who want to control your life in whatever way. And I'm so so I guess I would say that the the hypothetical is kind of a fairy tale. You know, that'd be nice, though. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I, I hope we end up this. I way. mean, let's say if we like quit the internet, maybe that's the question. Uh, what would you do? Well, I never know how, how life, like what would I do if I had to leave the internet? Cause I don't want to. No, let's say that like we made enough money for like the rest of our lives. You could do whatever you want. I would still, if money were a non-factor and I was taken care of and I had a sweet retirement fund, I would probably scale back a little bit in terms of my workload, but I would still do this because I, I enjoy it. And I, and I like the community that we've built and so I like I, um, I like I like this beyond um, financial sustenance, you know. We'll so, always be buddies, right? <laughs> well, um, well, you know, well, I'll I'll do what I can. Depends depends who else shows. Sick? No, Fine, whatever. No, uh, I uh, yeah I um I will say this: my my friendship with Blonde, and yeah, it is a friendship beyond just our professional relationship. It has withstood. Uh, a test of time that not a lot of friendships in my life do. And the other thing about my friendship with Blonde is that she, um, beyond convincing me to bluntly face some realities of life a little more openly, you have definitely convinced me to be um, more aggressive in cutting dead weight in my life when it needs to be cut. That's probably the the best influence that you've had on my personal life beyond. And as I understand, it's worked out swimmingly for you. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's changed. Yeah. It's changed everything about my life, including, uh, some major changes coming soon, which I'm very excited. Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that question. This is from Alejandro, uh, dear blonde and Matt, if you had to learn a second language, which one would you choose and why? Um, I, (laughs) your girlfriend just said, oh, gay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would learn French. I use Duolingo. I am trying to learn, but then I'm like, France is also filled with Muslims. So should I bother? I don't know. Um, I guess I, I don't know. I guess I'd like to learn one of the European languages. I guess the only language I've ever studied is Spanish. That kind of counts as I guess that counts as a European language, although the dialects are different. Yeah. But um, but I you know I'm talking like German um, or something like that. The sexiest know, that... language, you mean? 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't, or maybe like Japanese or something like that would be cool. I don't know. To be honest, I've never had that much interest in language. That's that's even in school that didn't really capture my interest that much. I the, Spanish was the only language taught at my high school, so I had to take it. And then when I got to college, there was a foreign language requirement. I'm like, well, I don't want to learn another one, so I'll just do Spanish again. And that's that's all I did. And I don't remember how to speak it at all anymore. Yeah. Do you know any reasonably well? Uh, I took five years of Spanish, and I can understand one out of every 20 words when people are mm. speaking conversationally. Hmm. Chris M says, Boy, Hey, bueno. faggots. recently Sri Lanka bland, the band, the wearing of hijabs and other garments that cover the face as a result of the Easter attacks. A bunch of people seem pretty happy about this as a gunner, but as a gun owner, I cannot help but feel it misses the mark like New Zealand's current confiscation program. It seems a bit reactionary and aimed at the wrong group of people. I don't think getting rid of clothing worn by Muslim women is going to have a real impact on the activities of Muslim extremists in the same way that targeting law abiding gun owners doesn't affect criminals. What are your thoughts about the matter? And I have to know the specifics of the ban. There are some practical elements here beyond just like, you know, discrimination against a religious garment. That is to say, you're not an identifiable person in public. Well, yeah. hijabs are different, I suppose. Not quite like full burqa. But even still, things that are mask-like, that gets a little dicey because that's, you know, that, that creates yeah, problems with identifying right, people. I think he's right, though. In terms of material safety, I'm not sure that it's going to make that much of a difference. Yeah. But anything that alienates Muslims is okay with me. <laughs> there are those it. principles on full display <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I don't, i'd have to learn more about the specifics of the band that is to say like is it um is it like is it a ban in hijabs i assume that just means in public right yeah you, they're not going to go into private homes and ban you from wearing your hijab are they going to go into mosques i wonder if you can do what you want i don't know anything mosque, about this, that sort so of I, thing I, I mean yeah i have to to the extent I don't, I wouldn't want our government policing clothing that is uh, not obstructive and, and doesn't conceal your identity. I, I wouldn't embrace that. But, you know, I, I also heard they expelled a ton of uh, Muslim clerics or whatever in, in Sri Lanka. Like they Good. just booted them out. There was like a couple hundred of them or something. Uh, so um, thanks, thank Chris. you for that question. Good question. This is from Chad Thundercock, or just Chad. Mm. Um, greetings from the, because I can read, from the live free or die state. I've listened to Candace Owens lately and recently watched a YouTube video with her and Russell Brand. What resonated with me uh, during this debate was a pro-capitalism view and asking where community and compassion intersect within those ideals. My mm. family struggles with this as we're heavily capitalistic, but recently realized it lacks sense of community and compassion, leaving us question, what the hell are we doing? Thoughts on how capitalism can be more compassionate and community driven and can they coexist? I feel this balance is how to combat socialism, small government and free market, but also having some social compassion is to, to real issues like hunger, elderly, et cetera. P.S. I obviously don't agree with Russell that the rich should pay for those special aspects. I totally agree. I used to be uh, just cutthroat free market, no nonsense capitalism until my brother correctly pointed out to me that capitalism, um, it's so uncompassionate that it thrives on the, the breakup of families because then, you know, if you have two families, you have two Christmases, you have two fridges. And, and I was like, hmm. wow, that's totally true. It made me think about capitalism a little bit differently. There's no human element there. So I think you're right. It lacks compassion. The way to deal with this is to support local businesses and to heavily invest in small homogenous communities. 
Yeah, I, I think this question goes back to the integrity of the of the family itself, too. That yeah. is to say, that cutthroat nature is less of a problem when your base, when your family at your base at home is more stable. That and um, how is it that you're able to support charity and support your community? Yeah. Like, I, you know, obviously, the better you do in business, the more money you earn, the the better you're going to be able to support those things. So. I don't know. Does it mean, does it need more incentivizing? I would actually counter and say, you'd probably see a lot more of that uh, community oriented charitable giving and even charitable organization. Were it not for tax burdens, a lot of things like that, or an expectation that government cares for it. The, The great, the thing is like, if I know, if I know that the government is not taking care of this stuff and I've already paid a bunch of BS taxes for it, one, I have more money at my disposal to actually contribute to these things voluntarily. But two, I kind of know that these people in my community actually depend on me to do that. I can't actually just cast it off to like faceless, nameless, big government guy right. to take care of it for them. And by the same token, when they get that charitable uh, donation or they get that charitable resource, they know who gave it to them. Exactly. It's and like, I oh, think they- that churches yeah. and private and really wealthy private citizens and even upper middle class private citizens could take care of the vast majority of all existing social programs granted that we're not taking care of a bunch of foreign invaders so yeah. this is all moot until we get our border situation under control and then deport like 50 million people yeah i think uh yeah the point is i i i i don't know that i see capitalism as the problem necessarily in this although it's it has some its, problems, it, it has though, its yeah. vices but but i see I see lack of localized control of things as a lot of the problem that drives this. It's like, well, I, mean, I, I know that I can outsource my responsibilities to that big, nameless, faceless thing out there that's supposed to take care of this. Also, why should mm-hmm. I donate to charitable organizations when I'm already getting ass-raped by the federal government for making a moderate wage? Mm-hmm. Thanks for the thoughts. That wasn't Appreciate rhetorical. I mean, oh, I, th- I, th- anybody... I thought it was. No, why should like, anybody do that? Like, I look I th- at my tax, my tax burden, and I'm like, what and it's all supporting welfare programs I'm like why should i donate anything to charity except for those indian dogs they always get a little funny. <laughs> the sarah mclaughlin dogs except for those are american i don't know what to tell you the <laughs> dogs in india are even sad. america first except for diseased dogs yeah then outsource all your money <laughs> yeah all right uh keith says if we accept the u.s or wait, is it my turn? Yeah, it is, right? Okay, Keith says, if we accept the U.S. indiscriminately murders people overseas, as some Oof. libertarian and left-wing circles suggest, how can we be critical of communists and socialists that support regimes like Castro and Chavez? Couldn't they come back and say, yeah, Castro killed 10,000 or 20,000 people, but the U.S. has killed hundreds of thousands in Iraq and Vietnam? Also a similar argument with respect to terrorist attacks. I know the infant... Uh, I know that or the infant, I can't read cause we're at the almost two hour mark. I know that intent, I go, I was close. Intent does matter in these cases, but how can we square these asymmetries of death tolls? Do we then just have to say, yeah, you got me there. The U S is more murderous than Castro's, uh, Cuba or Islamist terrorists. Personally, I find conceding that ground hard to stomach. Well, you got some numbers problems there. Communism, as far as we know, communism and socialism, I think 100 million is a really low ball estimate. I think when we're looking at the history of the world, we've got to be talking 150 million, 200 million deaths because of, you know, philosophies similar to that of Castro. So it's not just that. America has had seen some 
horrible foreign policy blunders. We've done some really evil things abroad and we have killed a lot of people indiscriminately. I can't, I can't act like we haven't. I used to be all go America. And then now I, I look at some of our foreign policy decisions and I'm like, what a fucking disaster. Yeah. And I think you can grant those to the degree you find appropriate without excusing terrible things that the other terrible things that have happened in the world that is to say this is a, as if i understand correctly this is another iteration of where you identify something bad and then someone comes back and says well here's another thing that's bad and the proper response is yeah they're both bad not oh okay they're both fine now no they're both bad yeah let's fix both of them that, but you know I, I i don't know i think um I don't know. I, I, I think we pretty much covered it. Well, maybe we shouldn't talk about America as being this savior of the world. Maybe we should be talking about the good that Christianity has done. Then you can totally get out of the America question. But the Crusades. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need another one, says Blonde. <laughs> More Crusades. Yeah. Uh, did you just read that one? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Infant. I, I remember. Uh, yeah. Keep climbing. climbing. Oh, I didn't open this um, this tweet, but you made a video about this. Uh, hey, oh, Matt yeah, and Blonde, yeah. I have never written in before, but I just saw this and it pissed me off. Uh, this should be more than a local story. PA rep Brian Sims is seen harassing and berating an old woman praying uh, the rosary in front of a Planned Parenthood in Philly last week. Matt just yeah. made a video about this if you're listening to Keep Climbing, and we talked about it earlier in the show. This looks like legitimate government harassment of a private citizen to me. This, to me, is also clearly showing the religiosity of the left, the worship of ending a child's life to the God of self. You can't criticize yeah. the Church of Planned Parenthood the use of shaming and the original sin of whiteness may as well put this old woman in the stocks and throw tomatoes at her. Maybe you guys could talk about it. I wish I could vote this guy out, but he's not my district rep. Yeah, we actually did talk about it um, at length earlier in the show. I wish I could give you a timestamp. If somebody in the live chat has a timestamp on that, then I can. That's an important contradiction he's identifying too. And that's what I talk about in my videos. These are unbelievable contradictions that this guy goes through. For instance, he's shaming this woman for shaming other people for exercising their constitutional rights when she is exercising her first and explicitly articulated constitutional right. right to be on the street. There's a whole bunch of them, but it is odd. I didn't get into it as much as, as Keep Climbing did here. He's extremely religious in his perspective and in his behavior, yet he consistently uh, describes his hatred of religion, and specifically the Catholic Church, for abusing children in X, Y, and Z while berating this woman. I don't even know if it was established that she's Catholic. She didn't say anything to him. She just didn't respond. But it, it, this it, it was the most. It's like I don't know if he's atheist or not, but he's he's talking about all this hatred for for organized religion. But have you ever met someone who is like a religious atheist? It's one of the weirdest. Most atheists are pretty dogmatic about it. Yeah, it's a very weird. Like their organizing principle is their hatred of religion, and they end up being religious about it. He strikes me as kind of one of those guys. Hmm. Uh, thanks. Thanks for the question. Theodore says, how long does it take to get the notes, uh, and set up the Sunday show? I want to start my own podcast looking for tips. Thanks. P.S. I'm a black male supporter. Ooh, that's a precious demographic. Thank you. Sorry about that coder thing. Although he might just be a misogynist and maybe he doesn't care. <laughs> uh, our show definitely takes a long time to prep. Some my, my Sunday is blocked out. Uh, Sunday is for this show. So, um, in terms of show prep, there's cutting all the clips. So the show prep is basically throughout the week. I put and blonde puts like just stories. I see that I think are Sunday worthy. Into We're the also notes. talking all week about the news too. Yeah. And then usually like Saturday night or if, you know, if I have to Sunday morning, I kind of just 
itemize them into we're usually usually doing like eight to ten topics something like that uh and then if there's video source material those all get cut up so those are prepped of course got to make the show intro that takes a little bit of time that kind of comes after doing the the clips that are cut because it's just a recycling of that basically and then usually like all afternoon i sit down around like 2 p.m mountain we go live at 7 and you're you're about the same time so 1 p.m pacific and we're just assembling the notes like we're it's not scripted but it's laid out in terms of here's how we're going to describe what happened and here's our kind of takes on it so and then when we're reviewing the notes, sometimes we'll talk about it. So we have like a general idea of the direction we're going to take it in the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and sometimes like most of the time, Blonde and I are mostly on the same page. But if we can tell that we have like a, a fundamental disagreement on interpretation of something, that gives us a chance to understand i guess understand where each other's are like you're, you're not going into that blind so yeah. we don't necessarily have like the show go off the rails because of something like that right. or whatever right. but the point is like you don't have to do it our way tons of people are great like just freestyling it i like a show that's for me very structured i know i'm going x y you know items x y z in that order and and uh you know, I just don't want uh, wasted time necessarily. That's kind of my aim. I don't want to be repetitive. I don't want to be circling back to the same thing over and mm -hmm. over. Try to, I try to keep structure for that reason. Yep. But th th what you should do to, to close this is you should just make practice episodes of your show. If I could go back on ours, I probably would have made a few practice ones before we went live. You, you might disagree. Yeah, but I think you just kind of jump into it because you're, you're only going to improve. Like how much better is our is show three from show zero. It's like marginally better. Mm. Yeah, I suppose Real that's true. Probably happened between shows 50 and 100. After doing it for like a year, yeah. yeah. Um, the point is, if not just for improvement's sake, it's to find a style that works for you. You don't have to do it our way. There are a lot of different ways to do this. I mean, like think yeah, of, think of Joe Rogan's show. I would totally. advise getting a co-host, like a regular co-host. I think that's important. Some people don't need it, though. Not everybody I don't know. does. I like the male-female dynamic. I think that that works well. And then I like it when then there's some kind of adversarial relationship. I like that, too. And and honestly, if I had to do a show solo, I could try it. But the, the biggest thing that's lost, too, is is just the banter. Yeah. The, the kind of off-the-cuff jokes that you can't do those by yourself very well. It's really hard to do. Good luck with it, man. And send us an email if you if you need any more uh, you need any more thoughts on it. Sure, this is Greg. Um, in response to Joe Biden's narrow-minded comments about teaching poor women of color to code in Detroit, <laughs> I asked myself something: Did Joe advocate for capitalism by showing that people can be trained in skills that can help them get a job so they can support themselves and maybe even start their own business? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess so. But I got what I took from that was like they still were going to institute a diversity initiative even in this post-apocalyptic wasteland that is Detroit. <laughs> like, it's not like they were going to take every, they were talking about female black uh, coders. That's it. It's, it's like yes. at, at that point in time, when your city is like in total ruins, wouldn't you be like, I don't give a shit best coders of any creed rate, you know, whatever. I don't care. Right. Yeah. And so that's not the vibe that I got. I mean, maybe I just read it wrong because I hate him. <laughs> well you can read it this way too i think that's certainly a fair read that yeah isn't that great that you if true which by the way as i said i don't buy that story as true but let's presume that it's true if true yes you increased the skills that you can offer to the market therefore 
no. you you were paid more, you had a better life, whatever. It's kind of like when um, remember that great moment in the debate when Ann Coulter, Ann Coulter and Anna Kasparian back at Politicon a few years ago. But when Ann Coulter was making the point, listen, all this illegal immigration harms generally lower skilled African-American employees uh, in in these border communities or in like Southern California and stuff the most. And then Anna Kasparian's like, well, they just need to improve their skill set. They need to learn Spanish. They need to do this, this, that and the other. And it's like, do you listen to yourself? Yeah, when did you become the uh, the cutthroat capitalist? This is kind of ironic. Yeah. I mean, I generally agree that like most of the t- I, I'm not saying that's a justification for unrestricted immigration, but in terms of our our marketplace, you know, it's on you to improve your skill set to make yourself more valuable to the market. It's not yeah. on the it's not the market's obligation to just pay you more because of my feelings or whatever else. Free market argument. Yes, exactly. A very cutthroat one. Speaking of the cutthroat capitalism we were talking about earlier, but that was one of my favorite debate moments. Uh, Okay, Uh, that's all for the questions. Thanks to everybody for writing in, and we'll close out with Super Chat uh, on YouTube and Streamlabs. You ready? Oh, wow, I just realized I failed the Wi-Fi connection the whole night. (sighs) Jeez, chicks in there. You'd be such a great female coder, I'm sure. (laughs) Okay, let's see. We got Kevin Flanagan not reading that one again. Phil, I can go on Streamlabs if you need. Or oh, I'm ready. Set. Okay, go for it. Uh, Black Magic. Anytime Skag gets. Nope. Nope. Okay, Rick <laughs> MC, no note. <laughs> Thank Robert you, by the way. Atkinson. God, What's the charge for Blonde to stand up and show her potential baby? I told you guys. I, you, you're never I don't gonna, think I'm that's going to happen. It's never going to happen. I have no legs, first of all, no butt. I'm just a torso on a chair. Yeah, um, you're going to be like that droid in uh, Star Wars, like rolling around on a pregnant torso because there are no legs. Um, Kevin, I don't know if I can read this because I don't know what happened here. I'm going to have to Google this before I read it. We can do the Streamlabs. Yeah, Phil over on um, on Streamlabs, no note, but thanks for supporting the show. Regal Fraggle says, it's been a while since we played a round of Fuck, Mary Kill, so let's go Game of Thrones edition. Brienne, Cersei, and Missan, how do you say her name? Missandei, whatever. The Red Witch Lady, right? Or no, no, no. Oh, uh, oh, I forgot. Is that the Witch Lady or is that um, Michelle Obama on Game of Thrones? It's Michelle Obama on Game of Thrones. You know, I, I call it, uh, it's like um, the, Obama and his wife from Essos. They, they're Daenerys' uh, assistants. The one who, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. The one who got beheaded at the end. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, so th- this is pretty easy. Uh, if I'm going, you got to, Missing Day is the one that you bang for sure. Is there any, is there any debate? No, she's really hot. Uh, well, I could make a case for marrying Cersei, but you're, you'll, you'll have more wealth with Cersei, but you probably won't get backstabbed with Brienne. Brienne and Cersei are between Mary and kill. I guess you if you want Cersei, you marry Brienne. Oh no, that seems boring. <laughs> I'm going with Cersei. I'm going to marry Cersei. That's insane, but all right. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, oh, and uh, Ka- kill climate says I'm fake news. Sorry, Smegma. Please don't think I'm an idiot. Uh, must've been a reference to meeting Smegma earlier. Smegma Bukaki 69. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, Bozo says confused why the House Democrats are going down the impeachment indictment route when polling for that is so low. Why not offer a better policy platform? I know it's like 
we didn't even talk about that today. And I don't even want to get into the details on Sunday because it's so silly now that they're trying to hold bar and contempt and all this. And it's like, even if you guys were successful in impeaching Trump with this nonsense, by that time, it's going to be election time anyway. Just run a better campaign and get him out of office the old fashioned way by beating him at the ballot box. You fools yeah. offer the American people a better alternative. Get votes. You're going to run out of time. They only have a year left. What are they? It's baffling political strategy. Who knows? You know? You're up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't read this one. Kevin Flanagan. Speaking of abortion law, I should cover the filth that happened in Massillon, Ohio this week. And it's because some Mexican raped an 11 year old and got her pregnant. Huh? I didn't hear about this. I did hear about this. I just didn't know that that was where, um, I mean, yeah, that girl should have an abortion. She's because 11. it was an illegal who did it. No, because she was 11. She's 11 years oh, old. Oh, okay. 11 and raped. Yeah. But where, but where do you stand on the argument you were making earlier, which is like, well, that's not the new life's fault. Yeah. I mean, that still is the case, but I, it's got to outweigh an 11 year old being forced to give birth to a rape baby. So where do we draw that line? Would it be like minor age of consent or something? Rape. Is it minor as in under 18 or is it age of consent or what is it? Consent, I guess. See, this is the stuff that th this, this weedy stuff gets tough for me, but you know, that's not the difficult it, it gets annoying that we end up debating this sort of thing where it's like a broad principle. Yeah, it's wrong. Don't we do almost it. 90, you know, over 98% of all abortions are for stupid elective reasons. Mm. It's like, are we going to legislate based on instances like this, which are so super uncommon. But in that case, it's like, we can't mandate that this child that got raped by some Mexican, that she has this baby. She didn't ask her any of this. Mm. That's that's hard. Yeah. Um, somebody just said you're wrong on this. The age doesn't matter. It's a matter of consent. Well, she she didn't. She's 11 years old. She didn't consent. Well, she definitely didn't consent. I, I don't know how you would make that argument. Oh, but and somebody I mean, also said that, that pregnancy is really dangerous for an 11 year old. That's true. Hmm. But I suppose if you want to and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but you could say that you have to play it out until there's an established medical risk, not a hypothetical one. She's 11, though. I don't Again, this is not what I'm... I, I'm just trying to stick to the principles that we were talking about earlier. I'm not necessarily advocating it. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't like any of this. My mm. stomach hurts. Um, PFABs, I love you. Allow people to call in and talk to you. I hate that people aren't prepared to ask or say what they called in for. Seriously, just write it down. <laughs> well, it in their defense... Uh, this show is is not as is not super organized because we don't have a producer and you, if you're later in the show too you just have to hang out waiting for us to call you in at any moment if you're waiting for an hour you'll probably be doing your homework or doing some work or watching other videos or playing some xbox your mind will get lost but yeah i mean you can do a notepad i, I don't know but i i appreciate i like uh, the show yeah, I, the 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 duct tape comes out a little more forcefully on Wednesday, and I like that. That's fun. We always phone it in. Carnarvons, uh, yeah. Carnarvon. Australian accents are great on guys, but New Zealand girls will melt your soul with a world with a mm. word. They also have the highest number of, on average, of sexual partners of any country. New Zealand but does. The average woman has had twenty three sexual partners. In New Zealand. Australia is also really high. That's too damn high. I don't know what your opinion is, but man, yeah, that, I, maybe I feel like some kind of Puritan, but that's way too damn high. That's a lot of bone in you. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, Jesus, man. You'd ha you'd have to have like several. A I mean, let put it this way: two new people a year for over a decade. 
Well, That's... the average person there probably loses their virginity at 14, gets married at 30. So you're averaging 1.3 new sexual partners a year from when yeah that's too much man yeah. that's 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 too much if you ask me um miles kinslow hey guys did you hear about andy neo is that how you say it he just goes by andy no but yeah. i remember when i we had him on the show i looked up the actual vietnamese pronunciation and it's like no no no, no. it's kind of like the ng sound at the end of walking or talking but with then an o no getting I assaulted go- in a gym no, I oh, didn't hear about no, that. No, I have not heard anything about no. this. And I, I'll have to check it out. I like Andy's work a lot. Uh, and, and as I said, um, he's one of the guys who's actually going into these places to get the footage of these insane people. So I try to, you know, I try to support his work as much as I can. These people actually going in to the Antifa hot zones, that's stuff I'm not willing to do. So good on them. This sounds like it sucks, though, if he got, actually got assaulted. He's been assaulted many times that's before. Terrible. I swear Antifa just needs one good ass kicking. Also, Matt is the original hate hoaxer. Yes, he is. Uh, Wait, Beamer. how am I a ho- What? He means the segment on the show, I'm sure. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh, I see. Beamer. Yeah. No, no, I thought well, you meant I, I, I hoaxed hate against myself. Uh, drunk in Denver. Toxic masculinity yeah. saved a bunch of lives in Colorado this week. Ain't that the truth? Unfortunately, Brian unfortunately it's young kids, too. Yeah. God, that sucks. Uh, Brian Williams just got here. Haven't heard the entire conversation from a vet first responder pro-second perspective, rapid aggressive intervention is the only solution. As far as with a shooter? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, in a situation like that, let me put it this way. Like I I would be, I hope that I will respond the right way. And maybe the right way is like aggressively charging a guy. Maybe the right way is, is shooting him if you're armed, whatever. My, my perspective is I just want as many options on the table as possible. I don't want any, you know, any band, any, any, I'll even take the bucket of rocks if it's all I have, but I don't want to be limited to just the bucket of rocks, you know? Bucket hmm. of rocks, what are you going to do about that? Or the little baseball bats. I'd take the rocks still. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You um, can throw them. Yeah, Hit them in the head. Thoughts on Brian Sims without saying fascist or hypocrite. How many hats do you have, Matt? We talked about uh, Brian Sims much, so we don't have to answer that to me. Yeah, uh, I, I have a few. Like, I used to have a thing where every ballpark I would go to like every major league park I would go to, I would get one. And then when I moved and I had a little collection going and then when I moved and I've, you know, I've moved a few places in the meantime, I had to get rid of some stuff. So I don't have them anymore, but I've had this, um, I've had variations of this particular twins cap from yesteryear, uh, for a few reasons. I've, I have always worn this one, but also when the twins won the world series, when I was, um, uh, born in 87 in St. Louis park, Minnesota, they used to wear these caps as opposed to the TC caps. And, um, and there was this weird, not that I do this, but there was this weird thing in high school um, where all the dudes would wear caps that had their first initial on, on the cap. That just worked out for me. That was coincidence <laughs> that I had an M hat. That's pretty dorky. Um, um, yeah, but that's why. Ryan Hancock, no note. Popman said, laid off yesterday, but still flush enough to throw, some, throw you some bones and take the summer off. Woot, woot. Sorry wow. to hear that, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it, but uh, but you know, take care of yourself, man. I hope I'm sure you'll find something better. Things things will hopefully work out. Uh, Matt Dath, all crusades are just change my mind. No. <laughs> uh, JB says, "Happy three years. Glad to hear you're still friends off air." Now, what are your thoughts on MLK Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback, man. That is a throwback. That was our most contentious episode, wasn't it? 
wouldn't even. Well, it, it actually I, on air it wasn't that bad, but then we continued it on Skype foolishly through text. The the few times you and I have had like contentious exchanges, it's because we. About that, I think we were. Yeah, we. Uh, I I don't know if I'd call it a fight, but like, the the mistakes we've made have been engaging in disagreement through text on Skype, which is why I I try not to do that. And I don't think we've had one of those for a very long time. The last time I remember having that type of of disagreement was um. I think it might have been about the Nunez memo or something. Yeah, I was all mad because you're like, you need to temper your expectations. This is not going to happen now. I'm like, you don't have any faith. And my, 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 no, my. This is totally going to get resolved now. The worst it ever got is because we had, we definitely had different takes on this. And and I, I fully admit that I participated in this. because I don't think either of us were innocent. The, the thing that's bad is when we do this text battle through Skype or whatever, then we're putting together the show notes. And I distinctly remember us like, writing notes on each other's notes like no this no this like, oh my god <laughs> that's right this is and if terrible you guys want to use google docs you can see what the other person is writing and where their cursor is yeah paddling in the notes about the news like, this is so stupid retrospectively and that's why uh going back to the podcast prep thing what i try to do in terms of how we arrange this stuff is like all right here's the facts <clears throat> here's the <clears throat> sorry factual information we're going to try to go through and then I leave a spot like, here's Matt's opinion on all of this. Here's Blonde's opinion on all of this. So that we're not competing in spaces that are just about like the factual information or something. We changed our format <clears throat> after that. Okay. Yeah, that was about as stupid as it ever got. And again, I say that with full acknowledgement as a, like I participated in the stupid. I don't even know why. The I don't know. I mean, I, we're not neither. I don't know. But <clears throat> you don't seem like you're one to hold a grudge. Me neither. Like no. every fight I've had with my husband, he just won't talk to me for like 20 minutes and he knows I'll come back and apologize hmm. after that. Like, I'm not like, like angry sleeping or anything. No, sometimes it takes, it can take me, it never has with you and I, but like just in my personal life, it can take maybe up to 24 hours of like cool off time. But, but I generally come back and, and resolve it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, Matthew Raleigh, you guys keep me alive at work right now. Any chance at a third hour? Keep up the good work. No, we're both over 30, but under 32. And so our brains don't function as well as they used to when they were like nice and soft. And I could envision a world where I, I do only like uh, long form podcasting as opposed to short form videos. But I, it, the thing is, I definitely feel my brain less sharp around the two hour mark. That's not just a meme. Like words come slower. Critical thinking is more difficult. There's like a line. There's a there's a mental wall where it just gets sloppier. And so I'd have to condition myself mentally for a, for a third hour to do it. Uh, it's good. not gonna happen soon, but I'm not saying never. Are we good on stream mode? Uh, I'll reload real quick and then we'll get out of here. In the meantime, thanks to our top D Live supporters this evening, that is UR5, UVM3, Whiskey, and Donald Trump. Thank you guys. Uh, and we're good on Streamlabs as well. So, yeah, we can go ahead and get out of here. I don't have anything. Um, I don't have anything set up uh, for Sunday with certainty, but I don't know we're if you saw. We're going to talk about the AFC garbage disposal thing, though, right? Oh, yeah, I did save that. You're right. Yeah, oh, I have to talk about notes. that. I just heard it, and I'm like, this is cold. Yeah, that was bizarre. But, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. And uh, several emails in my inbox. I've not looked at the update, but I can confirm there is new Desmond news. I, I'm told yeah. that it has something to do with a, a Converse endorsement or something like that. So I hope you don't like your Chuck Taylors because you can't wear them anymore because they support Desmond. 
No Nikes, no Chuck Taylors. What's Adidas going to do? We'll have to find out. <laughs> See you Sunday. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.